Good evening, everybody. Good evening. How are, how are you, mate? Well, I'm pretty good, thanks, Mike. <laughs> Wednesday night live. It is. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're sure to play, though, mate. Well, we are. He might be in later. I'm not sure. Yeah. See how we go. Uh, I um, think he's got a. I think he's got a note for his from his mum anyway. Uh, so he'll be right. As long as he's got an excuse. He's been out trucking, and you know what it's like. Sometimes when you're out trucking, sometimes trucking overtakes life. So it, it does, and you think you're going to be home, or well, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and you're just not. And you're just not. Yeah, but anyway, we're here. The important here. ones. He's just a celebrity. That's right. So <laughs> that's we'll right. Left here to pick up the pieces. Uh, that's all right. Well, we'll just do we'll just do our job and, and hope he's doing his, and maybe we'll catch up with Big Bear later on. Yeah. So we've got the state of origin on tonight. That might be, well, might be taking up a bit of time for a few. We, won't be taking up any time for me. I'll be. I'd rather watch paint dry. Ah well. I'm, I'm happy to be here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure we might be able to throw a few updates in there every now and then. Not for yeah, you, well, for the listeners, because nah, the, listeners, the listeners, listeners are the important ones, not you. Yeah, well, that's right. It's as long as we know it. But if, if there's anyone out there and they do want to ring in, they can call us in and have a bit of a chat with us on uh, 0491 825 633. Yeah. That's 0491 825 633. And we can have a bit of a bit of a, con- a bit of a talk about the cares of the day. And there's plenty of interesting stuff to talk about, mate. Yeah, there's a bit of stuff going on. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm quite amazed, actually. I've, I've been on news.com, of course, and done some research. Oh, dear. Uh, I've been on some of the other trucking web pages and done some research, had a bit of a bit of a look at what's going on there in the trucking world. We can have a look at some uh, bits and pieces there. And uh, uh, what else? A bit of a chat with Andy today, uh, a bit of a chat with some of the guys about the uh, Truck and Life magazine that we're supposedly not publishing, according to one fella. Oh, well. And, uh, yeah, no, I found that wildly amusing. And, um, yeah, no, nah, just... Just stuff, mate. So how are you going, anyway? Yeah, no, good. Yeah, just been yeah. Uh, been toiling away today. Have you doing me bit for society? <laughs> Paying your tax, doing, yeah. doing, doing things to appease uh, authorities in some areas. Yeah. Well, I know. Okay, uh, okay, okay. You know how it goes. Bit of paperwork. Oh, no. I do know how it goes, mate. Paperwork. I don't envy you. Yeah, they seem to be. Uh, the boys are having a bit of a blitz up there around the Gatton area at the minute. But, um, awesome, awesome. That's yeah. oh, keeping us all straight, isn't it? Jeez, I'll tell you what, I'm so sad I'm missing out on that, mate, let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, a, it's a sad situation when you can't be involved in something like that. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I agree. Anyway, I know some great operators going through and they're still, you know, they're still mm. worried. But anyway, mm. I, I hope it's something we can improve in the future. Bit of working well, together. It's always one of those things, isn't it? Well, it doesn't matter how much you know you're right. When you go and you pull up on the pad and you've got to talk to the bloke, uh, what's going on in the background there? That's right. Mm. I was just, just picking up a stubby. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> so, awesome. As long as that's all right with everybody. As well, I've got a cup of coffee in front of me at the moment. Oh, so. well. You know, I thought I, you know, I thought I'd be professional. Mm. I do, I do have a bottle of honey whiskey in the drawer, though. Right, so that's professional too, is it? 
well, do you know do you know a magazine or a newspaper editor that hasn't got a bottle of whiskey in the drawer? It's it's cliche, mate. Well, I don't it's have fun. a bottle of honey whiskey at the moment. I know the shopping just come in, so something's gone wrong. Someone didn't receive the right email, I can tell you. <laughs> oh no, you've got to have a bottle of whiskey in the drawer, mate. You can't call yourself you can't call yourself an editor if you don't have a, a bottle of whiskey in the drawer, so they tell me. All yeah, right. Um, Is that a large a, bottle? A large bottle, yeah. A large a large, a large serving, yes. Yeah. So it's been a bit um, cool up here on the Northern Rivers too. Yeah. I've actually got slippers on at the minute instead of thongs. Have you? Yeah, they're not 90 slippers. They're not 90? No. Well, no. What, what, what exactly do you define as 90 slippers? Because for me, it's mockos, Could, mate. Couldn't tell you because I don't have a 90. So. Well, when I was driving the 90, mate, it was mockos, let me tell you. Mockos. These yeah. are just like Ugg boots. Are Be- they? Yeah, they're between a slipper and an Ugg boot, really. They're not quite, they don't go up to your knee or anything. All right. Don't need leather laces or anything flash so, like that. So there's those, they're those dicky little ones that sort of go up just above your ankles, are they? Yeah, they keep your feet warm, so they work. That's no, that's that's all right. That's all right. If well, if you drive those bloody one hundred fours and that like you do, you need a pair of those mm. because all the bloody air leaks through the firewall and all that sort of shit. So keep keep your little footsies warm. That's right. Always very handy, particularly if your rubbers are a little bit ordinary around the clutch pedal and, and yeah. all that sort of thing. Not on not a, not a mine. Right. No, so if it's cold up here, mm. it must be nearly snowing at your place. Not quite. It's, I reckon it's snowing a bit further south. It's been fairly icy today. Yeah. A yeah. few fellas reporting out west there, a bit in the minus threes and such. Oh, right, eh? Yep. Yeah. Certainly not something tickles my fancy anymore. No, no. I, look, I, I want to know how they get that. You know that job you see them on the weather where they say the temperature is, you know, X, X temperature, but it feels like some other temperature. Yeah. You know, like it's it's minus three, but it feels like minus five. And you think to yourself, well, how do you get that job? How do you determine? I don't know. What's the formula? I don't know. Anyway, we might, might get a weatherman on to explain that to us one day. We did interview a meteorologist oh, way back, way back early in the podcast. We talked about you know, driving the weather conditions and how that affects the insurance and how the insurance is written up and all that when we did, when we first started the podcast and when NTI yeah, right. first started sponsoring about that stuff. It's ages ago though. It's a couple of years ago. And I'm surprised you can remember that. Well I wasn't I, I was awake that day. Or did you so. listen to it today? No, no, I didn't listen to it at all. I, I, I just remember doing it. Andy did the interview, it wasn't me. Yeah, right, right. You know, you, I just remember those things back from the formative days. It's like I can't remember what I did five minutes ago. Yeah. I can't remember what I did two years ago. <laughs> what you're supposed to do this morning. That's right. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it's age or you've just got more on, so it more slips through the cracks. I'm not, oh, not no. convinced that it's age. Some, yeah, tell well, me it, some tell me it is, but, you know, I some, still like to think I'm 35 sometimes. But um, Sometimes I don't even know why I walked into the room. I mean, you know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> No. Yeah. Well, since it's so cold everywhere, mm. might just put a song on from Billy Idol and we might be hot in the city, eh? <laughs> just oh, just to Jesus. turn it up a bit because I know that you're a big Have Billy you, Idol fan. Don't tell me that buddy, buddy Andy sent you his dead joke book, has he? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> we'll go to a tune, mate. 
Hot in the city. We'll Billy be Idol. back. Let's go. So, Mike, you've got your mic working properly tonight. The mic is micing. I think the mic and micing is doing all right. So, yeah, there you go. It's giving it's us micing. a bit of grief the other night. I don't know how something that's uh, 900 kilometres from me can cause me so much trouble. 
Mate, I cause trouble all over the country. <laughs> Apparently, so you don't even need to be in the same room. I don't even need to be in the same room or even in the same bloody geographic area, mate. Yep. I can cause, I can, I can ruin your day from a thousand days away. Yeah. Is this one of your uh, special skills? It is. A, it is a talent. It is a special skill that I have. Yeah. And uh, I can tell you now, over the years, I've honed it to a fine degree. <laughs> <laughs> so you practice. Oh shit! Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, no, that's actually sort of scary in a way. <laughs> oh, mate, you've got no idea. I can, you know, I can just sort of laser in on someone and just go, oh, "I'm going to ruin your day today, man." Mm, <laughs> and it comes easily, eh? Oh, it just depends on the individual. But a lot of times, it does. Yeah. yeah. What can I say? What can no, I no. say? Special skills. Got to love yeah. them. You do. You do indeed. Yeah. So, what's what's the other hot topic of the day? Well, mate, there's lots and lots and lots of hot topics. But where do you want to start? I mean, we can go to news.com. We can just go straight to the gutter if you want to. Should uh, go in that one a bit later. We'll save that for later. We've got we've got Carl from Black Thunder Photography coming on a little bit later on. Right, eh? That sounds he, great. He's from up in the north of Queensland. He went up to the uh, Townsville convoy for a cure. Yeah. And took some photos up there and basically had a bit of a good time. We're going to have a good talk to Carl about that. And, you know, basically what goes into taking a half-decent truck photo, because I believe Carl can take a half-decent mm. truck photo. In fact, I've seen some of his photos, and they are half-decent. So we'll find out about that. I've also got a copy, the latest copy of Little Trucker Down Under here I want to have a bit of a chat about. Right, Because hey? there's a little bit in it from yours truly. I had a bit of a scribble for him and, and put a bit in there. But there's also a lot of Australian content in this magazine now. And I think it's time... That as an industry and, and 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 as a group, we really need to understand what's going on, and and sort of start to get back to the idea that we might need to, you know, engender some excitement in some of the kids, mm. and, and show them that you know being in the trucking industry isn't isn't a crazy idea. You don't have to go to university, you know. You can you can come out and you can and you can make a quid driving truck, and if you learn how to do it properly, you can have a good time doing it as well. Yeah. So. Well, there's certainly yeah. money to be made in it. Um, yeah. You know, there's yep. there's a lot of people who've had a lot of success financially from yeah. being in the industry, and it's enabled yeah. them, be, you know, to do a lot more. I've actually got yeah. friends, you know, that have been driving most of their lives now, and in this age yeah. bracket of, you know, you're 50 yeah. to 55, are looking yeah. quite seriously at semi-retirement um, yeah. because they've been able to manage to set themselves up well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, what, what can I say? My ex-wife is living quite comfortably off the money I made as a motor driver. Well, that's good. And... <laughs> See, you've contributed, so you've done well. No, no, and 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 I would have been, you know, quite comfortably retired now had I hadn't on the trajectory I was on. No, no baggage though. Well, I've got no baggage. Doesn't sound no, like it. No, yeah. no bitterness, no bitterness at all. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, I think it happens to a lot of us. We end up with. Situations uh, takes a strong woman and or you know, a strong partner to oh, be. Uh, well, we've got to take heart. our hat off to Ray's. Like she, oh. she must be a very strong woman. Well, the hero, the, the, the true heroes are the ones that put up with put up with our bullshit on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. What can I say? But and, the uh, you know the 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 other end of the truck driving story, hmm. you know whether you know whichever genders out out doing the job, yeah. you know, whoever's at home, it is a tough job. And yeah. and I do take my hat off to 
to the partners that can put up with it. It's, yeah. um, you know, a, a husband being away or a wife being away basically five and a half, six days a week. Mm. And particularly owner drivers, when you get home and it's it's not over for you, you yeah, you know, like for me, I quite often have you know come home and you you're at the front or at the side washing the truck and and Blondie's upstairs. I know looking over the rear again. When are you going to be finished? Have you have you finished work yet? Yeah. So you know mm. it is a struggle from both sides. So people that have come through to that point, yeah. you, you know, I do. I take my hat off to them. It's it's a great great thing, but. The industry is fantastic to work in. Um, there's a lot of great things there. There's some issues yeah. that we need to fix. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Um, and um, hopefully, that you know, being being involved with associations or just being proactive with with your own local member or or speaking out is very important to help with that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but at times, we do need to focus on what what is the positive. Well, there are plenty of positives about you know driving around there's no doubt about that mm. and and uh, i mean i i certainly like when i you know get out in the road and over, look over the bonnet and, and all that sort of thing yeah. i mean nothing makes me happier than, than driving down the road with a big truck in the palm of the hand and going you know how cool is this and mm. you know having a good tune on the radio and when you're driving moment. up the street checking out your truck in the windows of the, down oh, the street who, who hasn't done that oh mate and if it you think you've got a hot holding ute doing it, you got nothing until no. you, yeah. you've driven a road train down the street looking through the windows, eh? Well, I remember I remember uh, driving down the street, hanging with the arm, hanging out of the window of the 950 I was driving at the time, seeing myself in the mirror, in the in the windows, in the plate glass window with all <laughs> the lights and the bling and going, yeah, I'm, I'm cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, she was a nice truck to drive that one. That was with Josh... Josh Smith's truck, he works for Stevens now, I think. Yeah, okay. And, uh, in Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuts, uh, drives a big Mac Super on it that he keeps breaking all the time. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, half his luck. I mean, he had, a, he had a red-hot go too. He had a 904 and a 950. And I drove the 950 for him for, for a good while. Mm. But, but, you know. Sounds like I, you spent too much time driving down the street looking in the windows. I spent a bit of time driving down the street looking in the window. There's yeah. a great story I can tell you. I won't tell you on air because it, it, it's a little bit risque, but there was a there was a girl in Granard Road who pulled up beside me with a sunroof in a, in a Suzuki Swift. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, we might just leave it there, eh? We'll just, we'll just, leave, we'll just, it. just leave, leave it there. there. Yeah. Little Trucker Down Under, mate. Now, let me tell you about Little Trucker Down Under quickly. Mm. Published by our good mates at New Zealand... Uh, trucking magazine, and the, the uh, I think they call themselves long haul publications. Yeah. Um, but the, this 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 uh, the latest issue because it only comes out four times a year, right? Yeah. So the latest issue is uh, out now. It's the winter edition, obviously, because it's you know funnily enough winter. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the little poster in it is one of Dawson's road trains from over here, obviously, and uh, not a bad looking bit of gear. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so there's that. And there's all sorts of photographs. That, I mean, obviously, a lot of there's New Zealand photographs, there's Australian photographs, there's New Zealand kids, Aussie kids. And it's a, just a great little bit of a magazine. Uh, our friend, well, my friend, Millie's in there. She's, uh, I met her in, uh, in New Zealand last year uh, at, at uh, Christchurch, but she came over for the truck show. So, so she was running around. Her dad drives a big, 
big uh, tipper mm-hmm. with five axle trailers on it for Solis. That, that's in here. Nice looking truck. Millie's out, you know, putting some um, bits and pieces on. There's like a whole swag of different stuff. There's recipes. I was hoping Yogi was on because there's a recipe in here for chocolate pop- popsicles. Right. There's also a recipe in here for easy rocky road. Who doesn't love rocky road? And uh, came, uh, a cornflake chocolate crackles. You can tell you how to do those. And another one for chocolate popcorn. I don't know about. I've never tried chocolate popcorn. It sounds like it'd be good though. Yeah, never a big fan of this putting sweets over savoury, but some people love no. it. Yeah, well, on rocky road, mate. Rocky road. Rocky you can't road. go wrong. So I was going. I was. I was hoping that Yogi would be along so I could. Sort of, sort of share that with him. Obviously, some bloody hot milk and things like that. Mm. But the Dawson's truck, there's a whole little bit of a feature on that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And as I said, there's a, there's a store. Well, there's big rig, big rigs drive to Brisbane or big drive to Brisbane, and that is the the Airlie Beach Hotel uh, B double. Oh yeah, one, yeah. The big, the big uh, silver nine Yep. And that, that gets a bit in. Jesus, nice looking truck. We really, actually, really is. We travelled up that way. I think we might have gone jet boating or something off yeah. Early Beach. And um, I noticed that sitting up there near the hotel. Yeah, no, it's sitting there. Bloody beautiful looking truck and trust it. It was a lovely, lovely combination. And then there's the colouring competition because we're going to run a colouring competition in Truck and Life as well. Hmm. Um, just on that, I'll make. Um, Brett Sullivan from Sullivan Sketching is going to do a little bit of an outline and they're going to have the kids colour that in and send it back and then we'll have a bit of an adjudication. We'll print some in the following Truck and Life, but the winner will win a, a custom Sullivan Sketching T-shirt, Truck and Life T-shirt. Right, eh? So the kiddies yeah. can get out there and do some colouring in. They can colour in it and it's got to be the kiddies that do it too, not the dads, all right? Right, eh? Right, eh? Right, shot that one down. I was going to colour one in. <laughs> You won't be. You will not be getting a custom T-shirt from Sullivan Sketching. Let me tell you, it won't happen. Why not? Sure. What if I buy one? Well, can I can do what one. I want, Mike. Can you? Yeah, you can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the. I'm not the boss of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I can't win one, I'll just buy one. But anyway, that would be great. Great prize for someone to uh, do a That's... bit of colouring in. That'll be awesome, mate. So we don't I don't know what the colouring in's going to be. Yeah. Um, Brett, Brett just told me he's gonna send us a little bit of a drawing and I'm gonna I'll print it in the in the mag there and the kids can colour it in, they can uh, scan it and send me the results or take a photo and email it to me or mm. or something would be, be good. And as I said, in here there's a little double double page spread that I wrote. They've made a mistake though. I've got to have a talk to Shannon because she's made a mistake in here. She's got a picture of me. With Ed Solly's old W model in New Zealand, she's put Mike in his truck on it. Not my truck, it's Ed's ah, truck. Yeah. <laughs> Can't but, have that. Uh, People nah. getting credit for something they haven't done. Yeah, which is a nice old truck. Damn yeah. shame I could damn shame I couldn't get my foot on the clutch and we keep up We don't need to go through that story again. My embarrassment was acute, let me tell you. Mm. And then look, there's puzzles, there's look, it's just so much stuff in here. Um there's Stickers. There's even a there's even a Volvo FH thing that you can cut out and like Ted, take the page out, cut it out, and make a, a, a model of a Volvo FH rigid and colour it in. And really, yeah, really cool. There you go. Really, really cool stickers. You no know, poster. 
some uh, some collector cards um, from like right from the start with pictures of trucks and stuff on them and who they are and what they are on the back. I love this little magazine, mate, and I really think that uh, it should do well here in Australia. I'd be amazed if it doesn't. Mm. And and if you're if you're a transport operator listening to it, they can you can sponsor these things and get them sent into your local school. Right, eh? That's uh, that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? It does. So I, you know, I think it's a pretty cool thing to be able to do. Well, we got so, a copy there the other day and gave yeah. it to our grandson here for his birthday the other day. Yeah, yeah, and, and we gave away some. We gave away some subscriptions to it on the podcast a while ago. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's a great little magazine, and, and I heartily recommend it. And without, you know, and, and to be truthful, Dave has not paid me a cent for this comment. So there you go. Right. Is that there your you community announcement for the day? Well, I, you know, I talk about things I like. You know that. Mm. And I give, I give it a bit of a rap if I like it. And I love what they've done. And, and I think people should know about it. Yeah. And uh, my philosophy is not that nothing happens until someone pays. That's right. So, Where'd so, you read you know, that? I don't want to go into that. <laughs> but the, the short story of it is, is that we, you know, we do what we do because we want to promote the industry when we want to create that environment where people can talk about things and we want to, we want to uh, inspire the kids and, and hopefully inspire those of us that are still out there doing it to something more. Mm. And sometimes you've just got to promote the things you like. Well, we, we do our best at it. And I've got to thank everyone who supports us in our, in our journey here. Yeah, yeah. I know that uh, the support's been great. Rose has been reading the stories that, that we've been editing. So she's been my sub-editor. Yeah. And she's doing a great job of that. Teaching you mm-hmm. how to spell. She teaches me how to spell and, and punctuate. Punctuate. Indeed. Oh. So and, and I've got a I've got a horrible habit, and it is a habit. I write sentences in like statements. Yeah. I don't use, like I don't join sentences together. Sometimes it gets a little bit stilted how I write. Mm-hmm. And Rose is very good. She's been my she's been my sub editor from from the start. Ever since I first started writing, she's been reading my stuff and. Help helping you out. Oh yeah, so, yeah. You know, sometimes you make a spelling mistake or something like that. So, yeah, yeah. You know, a, a there, there, or there, and of or course, the, or spell, there. Yeah, and of course, the spell checker doesn't pick it up as being a mistake. Not always. So yeah, so she's she's great for all that, yeah. and uh, yeah, but it's just amazing. Well, that's great. Um, Your turn. What's my turn. Going? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I've been going. I've just but, been yeah. sort of driving around a bit, been been doing a bit of compliance stuff in the last couple of days, just trying yeah, to, yeah. you know, get everything right. Um, I was with a few uh, few authorities being around at the minute. Um, yeah, just just nutting some of this out, but it, it is a minefield um, yeah. to to actually be absolutely a hundred percent compliant. So is it? Oh yeah. Yeah, and even if you are, it can be a, it's still a challenge for drivers, even when they're knowing they're doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, there's still a level of anxiety which I wish we could remove from the industry. It's yeah. it's a big player in our driver retention as an industry. Um, so I I would love to work on that a lot more, particularly with some of the on road enforcement, whether it be TMR or. And HVR or police, um, and you recall our conversations with Greg Casey. Yeah, you yeah. know, and and so I'd, I'd 
you know, which which people would work with him as well, so he can come in as as the academic. So, well, yeah, I, so I've I, been doing a bit of that. Um, yeah, hiding hiding from the um, the cold, but yeah, yeah, moving vehicles around. We had a few little burglar type type issues in the neighbourhood last night. Oh righto. Yeah, lucky our big uh, big brown alarm went off. Oh righto. So <laughs> he he. Sadly, though, he probably just moved them down the road to, um, yeah, yeah, so they could break into someone else's house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's yeah, not a great thing, but might be a few more cameras go up and yeah, see if we it's, can it's, find out it, who these lovely people in our society are. It's sad when you've got to think about that, and I remember like when I was a kid, you'd, I lived um, on in houses in the country because my dad was a country police officer, so I grew up in the country. And, you know, people would, would not lock their doors. Mm. I don't think you could do that now. There'd be, I'd, I'd say there'd be very few places now in this country where you could not lock your door. Mm. Yeah. And that's a, sad, that's a sad indictment, I think, on the way society's gone. It's not great, mm. is it? Um, no. it? It is pretty bad when you can't go to bed and just go to sleep for the night without fear that someone's going to try to break into your house or yep. steal any items. As I say, yeah. we've got a big brown alarm, clock, alarm, so he, you know, mm. he alerts us to a lot of these issues, but a lot of people don't have that. <clears throat> and, yeah, sadly, a 90, I think 91-year-old had a car stolen last night and the house broken into and ransacked. So, oh, wow. anyway, hopefully we can find these people. Mm. Um, yeah. So. Oh, we've got we've got cameras and that out, up at, and that out the front our place over the road and all that. Someone decided to, oh, it's a couple of years ago now, but someone smashed the back window of my four-wheel drive to, to steal the fridge out of the back of it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for them, the fridge wasn't in the back of it at the time, so they smashed my window for nothing. Right. That's, uh, that makes it bad. Yeah. Oh, look. So uh, I, I now don't leave anything in the back of my ute out the front because I parked my ute under a car for it. Mm. And um, I don't lock the windows so they can open the windows and have a look. Yeah. There's nothing in there to flog, boys, sorry. <laughs> um, you know, so, I mean, hopefully they hopefully they open the, try and open the window and open it and have a look before they smash the window. That'd be good. Just leave the window uh, open. Well, yeah, I, look, that, I could do that too. Mm. But, uh, you know, we've got a couple of alarm clocks like yours here at home. Mm. And, of course, we've got the security lights that come on now. So if you come off the footpath, yeah, well, the front of the front of the place is lit up like Luna Park, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. good on them if they want to come down and open the back window, have a go, you know. Mm. And of course, you know everyone's everyone's camera sort of surveil the place next door as well as their own, you know. So, mm. but it's sad. It is sad that it's got to be that way. It really yeah. is. The hardest thing with cameras, they might pick up the event, but you know, it's yeah. it's pretty hard to identify. With hoodies uh, and things that they, yeah, you know, well, so, but well, that, at least they're COVID safe. Some of these guys now, they, because they're wearing they masks, or that's right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, you can be, you can be COVID, you can be a COVID safe burglar now. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, oh, I wonder if you get a certificate for that. Well, I don't know. You'd like to think so. I mean, I remember, I remember when if you. You wore a mask, people would think you're up up to something no good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just, I'll tell you, you what, if, if, 
if someone breaks into my house, I, w- I mm. hope they're vaccinated and they're wearing mm. a mask, you know. So do I. Because that makes us all feel so much safer. Might not stop them from getting a broken nose, though. Well, probably not, but, you know, Mm. it worries me down the track that that this Mm. sort of stuff does lead to vigilante groups within the community because we just get sick to death of it. Um, Well, we saw what happened. We saw what happened only recently with that group of people uh, who decided that they'd have a chat with someone that they knew was breaking the law, at least. We saw what the police did. They stood there and defended them. Mm. I mean, they can't, they, they, they can't come around your house when it's been burgled, but we can find <laughs> enough resources, you know, yeah. to that, that, uh, that is a sad part, but we probably shouldn't bash the police. Mm. I mean, it's not the police on the ground. It's not their fault. Um, oh, well, we've got to a point where we just don't have enough. Um, well, we don't have enough of anything. We don't have enough police. We've got no teachers. We've got no nurses. We've got nothing. Would you, would you be a policeman? Not in your life. Oh, I grew up, my old man was a policeman for like 30, 33 years. Mm. And as a kid, I saw what happened to what it's like for the old man at home. I mean, my old man got beaten up several times, like, and, and not just a little bit either. Mm. You know, getting, getting involved in domestic disputes and you know, getting in the middle of all this stuff, they never ever deal with nice, or they don't often deal with nice people. No, no, they're usually dealing with people that have broken the law, or are violent, or on drugs, or mental cases, or you know, they're not dealing with, um, you know, the nice old lady from down the road. They're not helping old ladies across the road. They're dealing with the people the rest of society don't want to deal mm, with. That's right. And it happens every day. Hmm. And, like, you couldn't pay me enough to be a policeman? No, no, it certainly wouldn't be a role for me. Mm. And, of course, then you think about the highway patrol guys that are out there. I mean, I've spoken to lots of highway patrol cops. I know I've spoken to a guy down in Goulburn who's a former highway patrol cop. And Gary will tell you, uh, Greg Casey, rather, will tell you himself, I mean, they see enough bad things on the road, they get to clean up the messes that idiots make. Mm. Yeah. And you'd have to get to a point where you'd be over it, wouldn't you? I think so, yeah. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Yeah. All right. So that, that's, um, anyway, that's been a bit of my week this far. Compliance. Or, or thus far. Thus um, far. You know, so, yeah. Is it, has well, it got any more sensible up there in Brisbane? Uh, sensible as in? <laughs> well, they used to, you could run, I, I remember, you know, once upon a time you couldn't come down the hill with a with a road train. Yeah. And now you can. Well, we come, you can come down to the Gat and Pads there. Um, yeah, but, you, but you can't know what's going on at the Gat and Pad before you get there. You don't have ESP, do you? Um, as into the breakup area there? Yeah, yeah. No, not really. So, and it's, it, so, I, I believe it's starting to get a bit full. Um, yeah. I, as, as run A-doubles that are um, permitted to run into Brisbane, you don't really call into the Gat and Pads so, yeah. on, on either journey. Um, yeah. But I, I have heard it is getting quite congested there now. Um, yeah, well, I, I remember when I when I was uh, running the road train into Brisbane, I used to cart steel in and out of Brisbane on a road train. And, you know, you, we, we would split them up at Toowoomba, up in Condamine Street at Toowoomba. Yeah. And we had a little bit of a yard there with just a vacant block. We would drop the dog trailer and the dolly in there mm. and, and come down. But, of course, by the time you did your, two, your dog run and, 
and loaded and unloaded everything. It's a day's work. Oh, it's, that's a big job. And so to be able to come down to Gatton make, would make a huge difference. But so you come tooling down the bypass into Gatton and you come to the pad there and you discover it's full and you've got a, you know, a Type 1 road train, what do you do? Yeah. Well, you, you, know. you certainly don't go to the toilet. <laughs> but no, leave, it that, get, leave, it, no, leave that one alone. You um, don't get to go to the toilet, no. Yeah. Oh, well, you, you do. You just do it without the comfort of a yeah, back well, to the toilet. Too poor, anyway. Um, yeah. so, wouldn't that be, that'd be a challenging experience in summer too, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Right. Anyway. You know, I, I have spoken with the authorities, and apparently, there's one at Charlton. So that's, yeah. you know, imagine that's that's enough. You don't need a toilet an hour away. No, why would you? Yeah, but um, yeah, no. Look, it's it's a, it's a struggle with some of this compliance, and people are trying to do their best. Well, um, please explain to me the difference. I'm running a tight run road train. Yeah. And you're running an A double. Yeah. You're running a bogey try. Um, bogey dolly, say, or even a tri dolly. Yep. I don't believe it makes a difference in New, in uh, Queensland. You're telling me 17 tons on a on pa- a bogey and a tri. Pass gap, most well, unless it's a HML route, which is unusual. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah. so the only difference between you and me, our axle weights are the same. Yeah. The only difference between you and me is a couple of meters of difference in length. Yeah, or well, they might not even be that. So why can't I go into the port? <laughs> Because you don't have PBS. Well, I mean, I'm, so I'm going very, on the, I'm going dangerous, on the same, Mike. You're very dangerous. I'm going, I'm going on the same bit of road. It's, yeah, it's divided know, road it's not, all the way. It's not PBS. Well, that's the magic thing, is it? So I've got to pay the bribe. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. This is how it is. This is what we've been set up with. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying the system's right. Um, <laughs> there, there's been... Things set up for you to do it. Um, right. What what does sadden me in a way is yep. that the compliance side of it mm. has been so loose mm. that all of a sudden people that have been doing stuff for three or four years believing they're doing the right thing and having it yep. all, all okay yep. are now getting punished for for things that you know, it's it's simple as not not having a bit of paper with you or something. It, it's uh, to me that's wrong. Um, yep. If you're going to enforce something, should have started three or four years ago. Yep. So and being on on a helpful platform, not on a punitive yep. platform. Which you know, even regardless if they just make you split it up and um, and and dog run it in, it's still punitive. Um, yep. To, to what you're normally doing. So I yeah. think it could have been like on, on occasions like we're going through now that these things could have been done a lot better. Yeah. Um, my opinion, <laughs> other people will bark something different, um, yeah. you know, but none of it's a pleasant experience when you've got to start um, breaking trailers up and oh, and, and having, having to prove that you're doing the right thing when when in actual fact you're just doing the best you can and yeah. and I suppose in any other workplace that wouldn't be tolerated well the other part of bad this made it, it was always the case that someone had to, I would have thought under our jurisprudence system you were needed to be shown to be doing the wrong thing before you were inconvenienced well 
in most circumstances that is true. Yeah. I think it's time for us to go to a track and see if you can get Carl on the phone, mate. We will. No worries. Bit of George well, Thoroughgood, eh? Thoroughgood. Bit wow. Thoroughgood. Bad yeah. to the bone? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> One for, well, it's not for you, but actually I did watch something on TV the other night, so it might be relevant to where, right where you are now. But, yeah, huh? get a haircut, man. I was a rebel from the day I left school Grew my hair long and broke all the rules I'd sit and listen to my records all day With big ambitions of when I could play My parents taught me what a life was about So I grew up the time
From Black Thunder Photography, just not back in here now. <laughs> How are you, Carl? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Oh, mate, we're living the dream. So, you know, tracking down out near Murren Bar in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you doing? On the road. What are you doing out there, eh? I'm on the road tonight, listening to my own radio, so if you believe that. Good on you, buddy. Good stuff. Bit of a, <laughs> bit of a shameless plug for on the road radio, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, mate, you're going to take some truck photos. They tell me you take a half a decent photo. I've seen a couple. They look half decent. Yeah, what? yeah, but they tell me you might do a better job, so we'll have to see, oh, eh? Oh, 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 mate. 
I've got a I've got a bit of a camera set up at home, but I haven't picked up a, a decent camera for a long time. I use the iPhone now, mate. Yeah, they take just as good a job too, don't they? You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. No, I can't get the file sizes like the resolution on the like on the files good enough to to blow them up, mate. We we're going to take a, an A2 sized uh, rig of the month poster. You're going to need something that's taking a fairly decent shot, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm hearing you. Yeah, so you, you're better. You're better kitted from that. My my uh, my Canon D650 or whatever it is sitting in the in there might do it, but I you know I haven't taken a photo with that for ages. <laughs> yeah, so, just need a bit of practice, mate. A bit of practice. <laughs> right. No. Rose and I went to Canada, and I did all the te- all the tutorials. And I learned how to take a magic photo, and I was taking beautiful photos when I was in Canada with it. And Rose said, can I take a photo? So I said, yeah. So I gave her the camera and told her what to do with it. And she composes photos better than me, so I give up. <laughs> Passed on to that. Mm. No. You compose a pretty decent photo, mate. I've seen some of your work and fairly impressed. Well, and and, and uh, what goes into, I suppose, the question, that, have you got anything, tech guy? Am I just sort of barging in on you? I do that. I no, no, you're all right. You just keep going, me, bulldozer. Well, I get, I get used to it. I mean, usually, usually it's just me and a guest. I forget about the fact that, <laughs> that you're there riding along. Yeah. yeah. No, you go, you go for it. Your guest. Your guest. Not my guest. My guest. Oh, awesome. I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it when the tech guy's subservient, Carl. It's, uh... and, <laughs> yeah, and he, you do realise I can cut you off at any time. I do know that. That's why I love slow playing with fire. It's oh, like right. it's, it's like... It's like high risk, dangerous sport. Like I tell my missus what to do, you know. Mm. One of those, what they call it, the uh, triple X extreme sports. Telling your missus what to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you play that. You play that game, do you, Carl? Oh no, I try not to. Eh? Play it safe, you know. I would too. I, I met Steph the other day, and I, and uh, you know, she scares me a little bit, mate. I will tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, she uh, keeps what, me in the go- I'm sure she does. What goes into taking a good photo, mate? So, you know, uh, we, we, get a, we get a truck and you know, we get all, you know, it's, it's all there. It's a nice truck. It's a rig of the month quality truck. Yeah. We're going to do, yeah. we're going to, what are you going to do, mate? Tell me what you're going to do to make a good photo for me. Oh, I don't know, really. Hey, like, it's all about the angle, I reckon. Getting yeah. that, getting that right angle, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's part of it. But also, you, you got like a location. You sort of want something relevant to, what it's doing every day or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, lighting. Lighting's mm-hmm. a big one. Sometimes you can ha- it's better to have no light than to have a sh- sunny day, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so have you always um, been in, in the professional photography side, Carl, or is it just a, a hobby that's gone a bit further? Oh, yeah, it's a hobby that's gone further. Like, I started mucking around with it when I was probably 9 or 10, yeah, just you know the good old Kodak disposable camera. So, oh, yeah. sort of been dabbling in and out over the years, and being out here on the road, it's good to, you know, capture what you see. And then, um, and my wife decided that I needed a Facebook page. She's the right. sort of the one behind it. Yeah, uh, on your Steph. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, be, so, behind every behind every uh, good woman, there's a well behind a good man, there's a woman. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of just—it's gone from there. It's um, really exploded in the last probably six or seven years, I guess. Right. Yeah. 
So you're selling some prints and all that sort of stuff now? Yeah, yeah. Like we sort of, we do our own covers every year as well. And, yeah. um, you know, now people are sort of asking us to come and do stuff for them. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's really taken off, which has been pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, you get, you, you just look at some photos sometimes. I was talking to you about it the other day, you know. You look at it, there are some photos you just look at and you just go, oh, yeah, and you, and you like the shot and the, the composition is just right. And you look at other photos and they're a good photo, but they just don't have that, like that bit of zing to them. Is, yep. can, does, does this bit of zing just happen? I mean, is that something you can just dial in or is it something that takes practice? Oh, you, yeah, look, sometimes it's, it's your settings and stuff like that, and sometimes you just get lucky on the day too. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, yeah, it can be a, um, you know, a calculated sort of thing, and sometimes it's just there in front of you. So, yeah, that's probably one of the good things about it too. Yeah. Do you have a favourite truck? Uh, look, I'll have to say the good old 409 SAR, that was my favourite for a while, so... Yeah. It's just a good little truck, you know, it was all rounder. Yeah. But oh, yeah, there's plenty of good ones out there, hey? Yeah. Oh, mate, well, yeah, I, I saw that picture of that superliner you sent me the other day and I looked at it and I thought, oh, that's a pretty tough-looking truck. It's hard to get one of those to look pretty, though, isn't it? I mean, they're just a bull. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're a bulldog. They're a tough, you know, tough as nails, buddy. You know, the big Absolutely. super singles and spiders and... Six fuel tanks and rubber guards. It's hard to make them look sexy, but they are just tough. Tough They're as nails. Tough. And, yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh. But then you, you get some of the other ones, like that one of Nightingales, you know, that blue one. Yep. Uh, with, the, with the black stripe on it. And that's a tough-looking truck too, but it's just a totally different line. You know, it's not... They're not the same. They're the same truck, but they're just not the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, dressed up totally different, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Like... Uh, the Texas bar makes a difference when you're talking about a bull bar, but you don't want a bloody Texas bar when you run around the bush, do you? No, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bonnets are expensive. I, I, I wouldn't like to think what one of those super line of bonnets would cost you if you had to get one, even if you could yeah. get one. Yeah, well, that'd be the next thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be hard, wouldn't it? Ooh, that even, doesn't even bear thinking about, does it? No, not at the moment. Oh, man, there's some, there's some, but there's some nice truck photos. You, you look around and you see... What what is it that you look at when you see photographs that are taken by other guys? Um, what is it that you look at to think to yourself, you know, um, what are they doing that's different to what I'm doing? Or do you, I mean, do you learn from looking at other people's photographs, or is it just something that happens for you now? Oh, you're always learning. You never stop learning, like with everything, I guess. Hey, so um, but yeah, you always look at things and you you look at the way they've shot it their way, and you look at the way you shot it your way, and yeah. You might think, oh, well, the way they've done it, I could probably do mine a little bit differently next time, you know, and, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, it's forever, forever learning, that's for sure. Truck and life, mate. It, uh, truck. truck and life. <laughs> it, uh, how does, how does uh, I mean, I know how we feel about it. When when Craig said to me, I think we can do truck and life, I, uh, he didn't have to ask me twice, did you, Craig? No, no. We're all a bit excited about it when we... Um, <clears throat> discovered that we could bring it back. Yeah, no, I know. Go on, sorry. Go. Exciting thing, that's for sure. Yeah, well, I know that you and Yogi had been talking about it for a while. And yeah, we cool been. Yeah, yeah, we sort of spoke about it there after a Rizzy truck show, I think, one year, and yeah. sort of it started boiling away, I think. 
Yeah. So, no, it's um, going to be a going to be a really good thing. So, have you got a regular month for me for the first issue, mate? Uh, well, I suppose if you um, get on there and subscribe, get the first issue, I guess you will find out. <laughs> Do you know, I haven't seen his subscription come through yet either. No. Uh, so, uh, Mike, you do have to subscribe, even though you're the editor. Me? Well, you don't get a free one. I don't know. I think everything's I, I, a free I, ride, eh? Dude, I put the thing together so I know what's in it, but I'll tell you what, I am I am looking forward to when I finally get them delivered to, and I'm going to get them delivered to my place. I'm not getting them sent to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, am looking for, I am looking forward to be able to put my hand on the real magazine and flip through it, and I'm looking forward to to getting those posters, mm. and and just and seeing the posters, and just seeing how it all comes up. I'm going to be like a bloody kid in a toy shop, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a good thing. Yeah. So, uh, how am I paying you for this rig of the month photo shoot? Anyway, I know I know that we've got a truck we're thinking about. We've got to work on getting it, and that's another story, and it's not for now. Yeah. But so, well, am I paying you with a subscription, or am I paying you with a box of bottles, or what am I doing? <laughs> Uh, we're just, we're just doing it for the love, aren't we? We're doing it for the you're love. Doing for the, you're doing it for the love. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I've got three trucks I want you to shoot now, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, they, Not these, a are the, these are the people we want on board, Carl. We That's love right. you. We love <laughs> your work. <laughs> well, we will have to set you up with a subscription anyway, mate, to get one of the one of them in your, uh, in your door. I'm fairly certain. Oh, good on you. Yeah, thanks, mate. I'm fairly certain that you are going to end up with a rig of the month here at some stage. And. Yeah, I honestly think that um, it's going to it's going to be huge. This whole thing. How do you feel yeah, about no. the idea that one of your photos might grace some kid's wall and inspire him to get into the industry one day? Yeah, well, that's that's the um, draw card, I think. You know, because I was a big truck and life fan when I was a kid, and to be no. able to do that for for somebody else, yeah, could you believe it? <laughs> Why are you really? But to be able to do that for the next generation, well, that's that's something pretty special, you know. So hopefully. Hopefully we can carry it on and make yeah, it happen. Well, there were there were a few guys taking photos for Truck and Life back in the day that I've spoken to, and they all you know they they've said to me that you know, one of the big kicks they got out of it was knowing that that was on some kid's wall. Yeah, absolutely. Photos. And uh, I mean, I got to be honest, back in the day, mate, Truck and Life posters, Delvin Delaney, and Anna from ABBA. Um, <laughs> oh, I was a sick individual. Then you've gone from there to news.com, eh? I need a news.com. Scary stuff. Well, just just got a text that said, you know you've made it when you're taking photos for trucking life. So, yeah. there you go, Carl. You've made it. I've made it. Well, there. Yeah. Just, Finally, just, after all these years. Uh, you, you're, you're an overnight success after 15 years. Uh, <laughs> you know, but to be, to be honest, I, there are... There are only a handful of people taking photographs in this country that I would say to them, uh, you know, you can go and take a photo of a rig of the month for me and then I'll worry about the fact that I wasn't going to get a good shot, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, Yogi's impressed upon me that uh, that's certainly the case with you and the photographs I've seen you've taken, mate, I believe it to be true. So, you know, welcome to the team. And oh, Thank uh, you very much. It's a pleasure to be a part of the team. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do. I really am, as far as the, sh the stuff that you do for us. And, Absolutely, you know, exciting times ahead. That's for sure. It is an exciting time ahead. I know that you've got to get back to your work. You're on your break at the moment. You might need to get out and kick the tyres or something. 
Yeah, absolutely, but it's all good. Don't want to hold you up too much. Not a problem. Well, I can't wait to see some of these photos coming in, Carl. Um, yeah. And, yep. you know, after our first edition's out, obviously there'll be be a, um, a form in there to or, or something to take you to a website to yeah. enter a rig of the month. Yeah, we're going to go back old school, Carl. You know, the, you know, you used to fill in all the, the details of the old school form, you know, and enter your rig yeah. of the month, but it, they used yep. to say that you had to had to send in some five by nines or or whatever professionally taken photographs. We, we, we probably <laughs> we probably might need to update the entry form. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, uh, rumors, 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 rumors. Just a scotch some rumors. One bloke rang me up today and asked me if we were having a uh, having a, a nine oh nine for a rig of the month, and I, I don't think we're going to have a nine oh nine for the rig of the month somehow. Not the first one anyway. Well, well, we'll just have to you, subscribe, won't we? You'll have to find find a magazine to find out. <laughs> I'll have to find a, find a magazine to find out. But I'll tell you what, I do know one thing. We've got three really, really cool-looking trucks lined up, and um, I'm hoping I'm hoping to see uh, a, a photo that just makes me go, wow. Yeah. I, reckon I'll, I reckon I will. Yeah. yeah. I reckon I will. Plenty, Time will tell. Oh, yeah. well. oh, no, don't be hard on yourself, Carl. <laughs> I mean... After I've had enough beers, any photo looks good, too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks very much. Thanks for the confidence. No, <laughs> uh, no, it's a mate. No, no, it's just. I'm just joking, mate. I'm just joking. Yeah. So, it's all right, Carl. There's actually other people that will look at these things too. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's right. It's, exactly. It's not. It's not just me. No, not just no. me. I'm sorry that Yogi's not here to talk to you, but he's out trucking. Uh, yeah, that's all right. He, uh, well, you know what it's like, mate. You're out trucking, and sometimes yep. it just happens that way. So exactly, yeah, it can be hard to line things up. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for finding the time in your busy day, mate. I know we've pulled you over on the side of the road to, to sort of yeah. get that noise of that big banger out. That was that was pretty ordinary. We had a no worries at all. Well, thanks very much for the opportunity, guys. Yeah, it's great. Right, right mate. We'll talk Take to you care, soon. Right. Thanks very much. Thanks, all right. Carl. See you. See well, that was Carl from Black Thunder Photography. And uh, if things go to plan, Carl's going to be taking some photographs for us in a couple of days yeah. of a very spectacular truck that we think would like to be a rig of the month contender. Mm. And the first three we've chosen. So uh, we've not chosen them because of, of any... We just think that they're cool-looking trucks. Yeah. And, uh, after uh, that, we'll let the public decide. Yep. Yeah. Let the uh, let the public decide, and uh, we'll we'll take it from there. The the public will certainly well, the public will have a bit of a say, but I think the editorial team will choose the rig of the year, and there are going to be some prizes for the rig of the month. First prize is uh, five hundred bucks for the rig of the month, and the second prize is two fifty, mm. and uh, we're working on a prize for the rig of the year, and it will be a substantial prize too. Um, we're negotiating that with some people now, but. We'll let you know more about that when the time comes. Yeah. Uh, it's exciting times ahead, isn't it? It is, very much so. And uh, the interest keeps coming in. The subscriptions yeah. are flowing in. So yeah. thanks, to, got some... thanks to everyone who's subscribed so far. And yeah. If you would We've like to subscribe, subscribe truckinglife.net.au. We've even got subscriptions from New Zealand. That's right. Yeah. I know, I know that because one of the guys from New Zealand texted me a bloody 
a confirmation, an order confirmation. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's very exciting. It's all coming along. Mm. No, I'm very very excited about it. Yeah. No, I don't. Looking at, I'm looking at the whiteboard. I can spin around in the Faraday cage here. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at the whiteboard, and I've got some ticks beside things. I haven't got a tick beside your bit though. No, because um, I'm no. afraid you may leak it to the public. Why would I? Why would I leak it to the public? Oh, you just can't trust the media, eh? <laughs> Careful. Leave it to the last minute. Yeah, well, we're, we're closing in on uh, on um, cut-off date, mate. The deadline is approaching. You're right. I know the, I know the cut-off date. I know, the, I know you, you know, know the cut-off date. I've reminded you. And, you say and, me, and the right, more mate. pressure I can keep on you, the better. You know, you say to me, you, and you keep saying to me, yeah, mate, it's all right. It's under control. She'll be right, mate. She'll be right, mate. She'll be right. She'll be right. You'll have it before you need it. How about that? Do I? Yeah. Do I? Yeah. But I, but, but I need it. I need it now. Oh, right. Yeah. There might be more uh, breaking stories yet. Yeah, we don't do breaking stories in a quarterly magazine, mate. Are you? No. Are you sure? Absolutely positive. Yeah, right. I didn't get an email on that. There's no breaking stories, mate, because it's a, like it's a quarterly magazine. We're going to be telling... Real truck stories. Real truck stories. With real people, with real trucks, with real dust. Right. And all that. We're not talking about, you know. So I'll send you a story after I'm rolling around under a truck all weekend. How about that? You can do that. You get some real I'd, stories in that. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I reckon there'd be some real swearing involved in that. <laughs> Normally. <laughs> I have discovered that I don't fit under trucks as easy as I used to. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Oh, they mm. must be making the trucks lower. They do. There's no doubt about it. Right. Yeah. I thought there was something mm. like that going no, on. No, no, no. Yeah. I can tell. I can tell you a funny story about losing an iPhone under a truck. Mm-hmm. I, I crawled under there and I was adjusting the brakes. This is back when real truck drivers could adjust their own brakes without getting into trouble. Mm. And uh, I had an iPhone. It was like one of those old you know, iPhone 4 or something. It was. It was like a million years old now. Mm. And I had it in the top pocket of my overalls, and I was scooting along, and I just adjusted the brakes on the on the back try. And uh, while I was sort of scooting out, I, the phone must have sort of slipped out of the pocket and onto the ground, and I didn't notice it. And, of course, I've gone back up to the cab and pulled my overalls off and, and um, jumped on the... On the, into the truck and, and, and taken off and uh, got down the road a little bit, went looking for my phone, couldn't find my phone. <laughs> and uh, so I I got down the road and I, I rang the missus up and I said, can you slip down to where the truck was parked and see if my phone's on the ground there? And so she did. And I'd run like 20 tonnes of triaxle over my phone. So they don't they didn't stand up. It didn't pass the. I wonder if I'd have, if I'd have had a screen protector on it, maybe it would have been all right. Would have been right if you had a Samsung. It probably would have been okay too. <laughs> would have had a punctured tire. Probably, the tire. probably. Yeah, yeah. had one of those old Nokia. Was that Nokia thirty three tens or something? They were. Oh, they were pretty indestructible. I did yeah. that to a brand new um, lead light when they first come out, like the rechargeable ones. Yep. And yeah, left it under a tire. 
Oh, yeah. Got out of the pit to answer a phone and then drove the truck off and pressure tested the pressure tested the light. Mm, it didn't survive. No, they they tend to not, don't they? No, but I was lucky after that because I went and bought another one, so I had two charges then. Oh right, eh? Mm, which is always helpful: two charges and one <laughs> one lead light. Yeah. Oh, anyway. anyway. Time for a track, I think, mate. I need to go to the fridge. Oh, a bit of Akadaka too, you know. Sometimes mm. you've really just got to turn it up, eh? Why not, mate? Hit it. Righto. We'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs>
we're back, Mike. Is that better? We are back. We are back. Is that better than welcome back? Yeah, it is. Yeah? I, I do like it. It's only a word. It's, a, it's only a word. Yeah. But it, it does matter. Right. Words matter. Well, as long as you're happy. As long as you're I happy. Know. But yeah, that's... I know. You live to make me happy. Yeah. I know. But that was ACDC. It's a long way to the top. Now, that song has some memories for me. Yeah. Um, I used to have a bit of pro audio gear where we used to do a few stage shows and things and yeah. and I used to use that to test the equipment or sometimes with a few beers under my belt just yeah. have a bit of play in the shed. And I think if you cranked it up enough it used to wind the screws out of the out of the roof. <laughs> and I'm sure my neighbours or the whole community loved me for it. Well because yeah. they would have loved to have been here at ten o'clock at night. Yep. Um yeah. Some of them had comments. Some of them had comments, yeah. yeah. I don't think they liked it. Yeah. Looking back. But Looking anyway. Back. It was a great song. It was a great song, mate. I while it was on here, I was actually I thought I'd just dial in the video on YouTube and have a bit of a quick look at it. Yeah. We've got all the boys we've got all the boys there, obviously uh, some pretty epic hair. Mm-hmm. Um, in Melbourne on the on the tray of a buddy like a six or eight ton TK Bedford. Oh yeah. And uh, the big amp sort of wrapped with a ratchet strap up against the headboard. <laughs> and yeah. the drum kit's sort of sitting there. I mean, I, you'd, you'd probably, the RMS or the or Vic Roads would probably be around giving you a ticket for doing that now. Yeah. But uh, driving down the main street in uh, in Melbourne and just you look at the video and you look at the people that are in the video. They've got three blokes on bagpipes on the very back of the tray. Mm. You've got old W model trams running up and down the middle of the road, people walking up and down the road looking at them. The fella's gone past with a load of buddy bag wheat or something <laughs> on there. Not a hell of a lot of load restraint happening on that either, by the way. Mm. Yeah. It's all right in the movies. It's all right in the movies. Yeah. People crossing the road, Angus and, and that there, Malcolm playing the guitars, Bond singing the bagpipes. What a time to be alive. Jeez, we had some good music, didn't we? That was That was the era, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it was the late seventies, and and uh, you know I was a teenager, and and it was a formative time for me, you know. Mm. But 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 ACDC Angels, you know, it was just awesome stuff. You understand the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I, yeah, I know my old man was never impressed. I used to test the walls at home sometimes, get the windows vibrating. Mm. And of course, my old man listened to Buddy uh, um, Roy Orbison and and uh, Buck Owens and the Buckaroos, and you know, so you, you know, you're telling me you had a different taste in music to the old man. Yeah, yeah. you turn that shit off, boy. Yeah, you know, yeah. don't make me come down there. That sort of stuff. That um, the music from that era, though, you could turn it up. And, oh man, and um, you know. It was just so much better. But anyway, we can't argue with what the new people like. Yeah, well, I, I, uh, I sort of have a few of these concerts going in the truck when I'm driving around, and I've posted a bit of it up on Twitter, mm. um, you know, a minute's worth of dash cam footage. And, of course, I run the audio on on my dash cam in the truck because I like to commentate on how stupid some people are in the traffic from time to time. Yeah. And so whatever I've got going on the stereo sort of ends up on the video. on the, on the video. Mm. 
and there was an awesome video that I did going across the Monaro Highway at about one o'clock in the morning, and it's just a cold, crisp night, you know, ACDC hammering away on the stereo. Just, I just love it. It's nights like that when you get a, get out and you get a smile on your dial and you just love what you do. Yeah, it is that, that time of the night and you're just um, trying to mm. motor on down the road a bit. You're out trucking, mate. You're yeah. out trucking. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. absolutely I absolutely do love it. I, 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 don't, I don't hate to say it. I do love it. Yeah. It's scary, really, isn't it? It is scary. It gets in your blood. Yeah. So just for anyone who might be interested in um, the state of origin, it looks like uh, Queensland are 10, New South Wales nil. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, so I might even watch the second half when I go to bed. You never know. I don't think I've seen the whole the whole game for the yeah. last couple of years. Right. Maybe tonight, you never know. Yeah, well, you know, you never know, do you? No. Used to be but, quite, uh, quite an event of it. Yeah. yeah. Consume one got, or two beers. Yeah. I, I, I've got to say, um, I, I used to be right into it. I used to love watching the rugby and the state of origin and, and all that sort of thing. But I'm at the point now where I just, I'm fed up with all the, the uh, telling us how to live our lives and all that sort of thing and doing it through sport. I mean, play the game. Yeah. Sport is sport. And I don't want to know what their position is on the voice. I don't want to know what their position is on gay marriage. I don't want to know what their position is on anything. I just want to see a good hard tackle just and a good game of footy. Go and play the game. Play the game. Yeah. And I'm just so over it. I know people are going to crucify me. They're going to scream and moan and I'm going to get hate mail and I don't yeah. care. You know? Bit of blah, 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 right? Blah, 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 blah. And that's, look, if you're brave enough to say it to me, go your hardest. Mm. The thing is, a lot of these opinions now just become white noise, isn't it? We, well, yeah. We listen to it all the time. So Everyone's got to have an opinion about everything. Which is there okay. You, go, got, you can have an opinion, yeah. but you can also keep it to yourself. But why, do, but why do, I mean, speaking about opinions, why do we have to know the opinion of a bank, uh, these blokes that aren't, they're the only ones making any money out of the rate rises, by the way, and all this, and mm. but. Don't even start them. But, Get up. But, put the soapbox away, Mike. I'll just slide it under the desk. Yeah, put but, it back. But I mean, I'm not interested in in what the bank's opinion is on on you know coal, coal seam gas. I don't care. Yeah. Now, but if it's a viable business thing and it's legal, why wouldn't you invest in it? But, well, you know, it depends what, what you're talking you? about. Well. You know, I don't care. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're LGBTQI or any of the rest of the alphabet. I don't care. Yeah. Do what you like. You know, but don't don't drag me into your into whatever you want to do. It's just no, I don't care what you do. I don't really. I really don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't care if someone. I don't care if someone bets on a horse. You want to bet on a horse? Bet on a horse. Hmm. I don't want to bet on a horse. I won't. You know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I think that the only thing you should live by is zero harm to others, eh? Well, this is the true libertarian view. Why should what I want to do be something that you've got to say if it doesn't affect you? Mm, that's right. I mean, I do what I like within the boundaries of my own home, within the law. You know, I don't, you know, I don't 
do anything that's illegal. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you, know, I, you know, you work hard, you pay tax and all the rest of it. But it seems to me when you get old and you go end up in a nursing home or whatever, you don't get looked after any good. But but a but a serial killer living in Supermax in Goldman has <laughs> got a you voice. Has got a voice, mm. and he can get you know he can get a top bloody surgeon and that at a moment's notice. Yeah, you know, and there are people that have actually worked and done the right thing their whole lives, end up on waiting lists for months. I mean, look at what happened to Ivan Malat. Yeah, it's crazy, you know? crazy talk, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I mean, I'm almost at the point now with my retirement plan, if I outlive Rose, <laughs> we'll, we'll be to do something bad enough to get sent to jail so I can get three square meals a day and not have to worry about the rent. Yeah. That's pretty sad when that can happen, though, isn't it? But I, did, I mean, you look at what's going on with the nursing homes around the joint. I mean, I know we digress, right? We're digressing. We're off into social stuff now, and that's fine. But, you know, you look at what's happening with nursing homes. You're getting people fed saveloys and chips, for God's sake. Yep. Right, and not looked after properly. You know, people that have been left, you know, unsupervised, they can't get enough highly, uh, can't get enough qualified people to look after them. They're living a life of just, it's not the, it's not the nicest life. It's their, in their retirement years, you know, mm. and we should be looking after these people. And there's a whole philosophy about whether we looked after them at home or whatever, and not, you know, without putting too fine a point on it, we live the way we live. These people should be getting better care. They should be getting better care than some bloody lifetime criminal in Supermax at Goldman. Mm. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. You know? Which they should, well, they should be at least getting as good a care. How's that? <laughs> that would be a start, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't yeah. it be a start? Yeah. yeah? No, I mean, it's... Um, look, there's, there's a lot of things that are going wrong in, in, in some areas and... You know, I wish wish our housing and everything was a bit cheaper and then maybe there could be a bit more affordability in some of these areas mm -hmm. like aged care. But it's certainly, yeah. you know, there's money there. Well, it's just not going to the but, right places. And there's sharks all over the place. We've got, a, we've got a big housing development at the back of our place here in Tarmor, right? Yeah. It was on the news earlier this week. The bloody land developer that did that has been shortchanging the people on the size of the blocks of land. Really? So, yeah. So one couple bought a block of land, right, that they thought was 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 almost 500 square metres. Apparently, that's a size that's a big enough size block of land these days. You haven't got a backyard. Yeah. You know, these people, they wonder why our lifestyle is going crazy and kids are wrecking the streets. That They haven't got a backyard. <laughs> right? They're trying they to break into mine. Well, they make the streets that narrow that you can't park a car on either side of the road. You get left with one lane up the middle. Yeah. You know? yeah. There's no, there's very few parks on it. But this scumbag, this developer, he ripped this one particular couple off 100 square metres of ground. Really? On the block. On the block, yeah. And they didn't find out about it until they went there with their, with a surveyor and tried to fit their house on the block. And their house wouldn't fit on the block because the block wasn't as big as the plan said it was. Oh, right. you, you wonder how this stuff ever goes through, eh? You, you right. can't. How does it get through a DA or any of that? Right. Well, I don't know. But the short story of it was they've still it's they've, they've basically got their money back. They've basically told this developer, you can give us our money back. Mm. And the developer's gone, oh, I've been caught now. I'll, I'll, I'll say sorry and give the, give the money back. 
but it still cost them. They're still $30,000 out of pocket mm. because they've paid all the stamp duty and all the fees for everything. They can't get any of that money back. Yeah. So this this scumbag has ripped them off. They've been fined 30000 bucks. basically. They haven't been fined it. They've lost it. Mm. Who can afford to, unless you're, unless you're uh, Rupert Murdoch, who can afford to piss 30000 off the wall? I know I can't. No. The thing is that, that uh, people do it and they may pay a small penalty, but it's nowhere near mm. what it's cost, you know, that person that bought that block of land. But, you know, that, all the that's heartache. What, that's all what, the heartache that goes along yeah. with it. But that's what money does to people, you know. The, yeah. I was just looking for a post. I was, I was looking for this while well, we've been talking in it. Yeah, yeah. It's something I put up uh, uh, quite a while back. You know, mm. it's like we need to stop measuring the economy by how well rich people are doing. Indeed. Absolutely. You know, there's plenty of people that'll tell you how good it is, but you know, I know some people that aren't doing that well. And 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 just in case anybody wants to know, Queensland are still ten, New South Wales zero. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and I'm only I doing just, that more like, just to tick you off. I can just hear it. You know, you know what? I'm, one thing I'm going to be glad about. You know, after the state of origin, right? Yeah. And you'd be driving up the road. And all it'll be will be for these mindless, bloody banana benders to be just going out yelling. I'll get out in the middle of the road and I'll go, Queenslander! <laughs> and, and, and throw their guts out and, you know, all that, you know, that whole... And, and they look like E.T. on heat when they do it. Jeez, that's pretty and, savage. Yeah, well, screw them. It's true. <laughs> that's what they do. You don't, you don't see anyone from New South Wales going, Blues! Or anything. It doesn't happen. It's only the bloody Queenslanders. Yeah, right. Eh? You must, must watch different TV to me, but... Yeah, yeah, I, don't I don't know. I'm not a musician. I'm, I'm not a fan. I just know it, mate. Too much ah, well. What excites some doesn't excite others. When you kick out one of the best players in the game, because... Uh, and this is not rugby. This is not the uh, rugby league. Well, mate, well, I think it might, might have been. When you kick out one of the best players in the game... Because he quoted a Bible verse, mm. you've got to wonder what the hell's going on. Jeez, don't get me started on that lot. Don't get you started? No. Anyway, we must move on. We must change. <laughs> you reckon you're worried about we sailing? We're sailing on a thin ice now, are we, mate? Oh, we're getting into some areas that we really should not be talking about. Why shouldn't we be talking about it? Why can't we talk about it? It's free speech. Freedom of speech. There is free speech there, but everyone's entitled to their opinion, as you say. But Uh, I'm going to just uh, keep mine to myself right now. 0491825633. (laughs) Get on and share your opinion. If you've got an opinion. Look, I won't even take the mickey out of you. I sat here. No, I won't. You can voice your opinion. I don't care. It doesn't affect me. You can think what you like. Cool. You know, I, I mean, I, you've heard you've heard me on the podcast. I interview people that I agree with in a lot of ways. I've heard you off off the radio and off the podcast, and yeah, you know, I you are a little opinionated sometimes. Oh well, that's what happens. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know how all that started? No. When I was at home, when I was a kid, yeah, we used to sit down and watch the news of a night time, right? And Dad would watch the news. We would, we would watch the news while we were having tea. So Dad would be home for tea. 
and mum would have tea on the table and we'd be there in time to watch the six o'clock news. And you weren't allowed, you didn't say a word while the news was on. We'd sit there and we'd eat our tea in silence and the news would be on and dad had watched the, dad had watched the news, right? Mm-hmm. And this is when the news was the news, right? They didn't tell you what to think, they just told you what the news was, yeah. right? And at the end of the news, the old boy would say to you, what do you think about that? And, and whatever it was, you know. So, and, and, uh, so then you had to have an opinion. You had to have an opinion about it. Right. right. And this was from when I was a teenager. So you would listen to the news and you would hear the thing and then you would say, what do you say to you? What do you think about that, boy? And you'd have a, and you'd say, you, you say whatever you thought about it. And if he got up from the table and went, <clears throat> I'm grunted, and walked <laughs> off, right, you'd done all right. You'd passed the test. Really? Right? Otherwise, he'd rip you up and tell you how wrong you were and why. But you know, I learned, I learned how to to frame what I was going to say, and I learned how to speak, and I learned how to not be afraid of what the old man was going to say, and just to say how I really felt about it. Hmm. And often, you know, he would often he would often disagree with what I said. And, yeah. and it's like, mate, I don't care what people think or what they say, just as long as they think. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Just as long as they think. I think that's some of the biggest challenges of today, isn't it? Oh. You just don't think. Have you looked on Facebook? Can you see the reading, writing and comprehension skills of some of these people on Facebook? I yeah. think myself. See it. I see it every day. Yeah. Did you pass third grade English, really? I, did, yeah. I got to fourth grade. Did you? Yeah. yeah. You, you know what else disturbs me? The very first the very first. <laughs> did thing you find that soapbox? I did. That's pulled out. <laughs> The, very, the, 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 thing that, the thing that really disturbs me is that most people can't form a good argument. And when, they're, and, when they're, and when they're losing, the very next thing they do is make assumptions about you and then go after you, not the subject. Yeah, I know. It's called an ad hominem. That's what it's called. Really? Yeah, and, and I learned that when I was at school. Is that in the dictionary or the thesaurus? Or? It is. Look it up. Ad Look hominem. It's Latin. Jeez. Yeah. And... You know, because we're more interested in keeping, uh, teaching people about you know, rainbows and penis tucking these days. So, yeah. so you know. if you told me that 30 years ago, I would have remembered it. But since yeah. you told me now, I don't even know what you just said. Oh, uh, there's no hope for you. It's a good job. It's a good job. I'm the managing editor, and not you. I know. I know. I would have forgotten yeah. what I was supposed to go to print with. But that's not my job. That's your job. So we're lucky there, eh? <laughs> And it's a good job. It's a good job you're doing the audio gear and not me, so mm. I wouldn't know where to start. Oh, I still forget it's... what I'm doing some days. Do you? Yeah. Do you? That's why I take photos of things. That's, yeah. That's, I remember mm. how I did that. Yeah, I take a photo, I'll go back and yeah. look it up. Yeah. Well, I've got a, I've got a huge whiteboard behind me. I've got another one. I've ordered another whiteboard. Yeah. And um, I've got this huge whiteboard behind me with all the articles and who wrote them and. Mm-hmm. Whether what the status is of them, whether they're completed or not, and whether the the pics have been sent in or not, and who's doing the advertising, and what yeah. all the printers—it's all there. I could take a photo of it and show you, but it wouldn't matter to you because you know, it's not your job. I forget. No, you wouldn't. You gotta, you gotta. What is it? Put it in compartments these days. You, you do. Well, I've got it in compartments, mate. Rose, Rose did it for me. She made it. She's turned it all into compartments. Yeah, yeah. 
it's still very awkward. It's very awkward. I was like, I tried to do that that thing that you sent me. What was it called? That that. Oh, we won't that, name it on on radio, but well, a program to it's like a whiteboard that we can all share. Yeah. Yeah, and you couldn't handle it. How far did I get with that? Well, I think the level of frustration came in too early, and you know, you just weren't persistent enough. I didn't give it a red hot go. No, no, you threw the towel in pretty quick. A bit of te- I did. bit of technology got you. I did. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, yeah. so I'm normally. Now we just have to share photos of your whiteboard. That's right. And it makes it really difficult because we can't just easily go in there and rub something out. So that's And that's my plan. You yeah. can't rub so, out my stuff. You know, I understand what you're doing. Mm. That's all right. But each to their own is what we're yeah, saying, isn't it? Yeah, each to their own. <laughs> so we'll, we'll try just, and help you, Mike, a... with this technology yeah. over time. Yeah, no, don't, don't hold your breath. <laughs> I've just had a news flash come up on the screen. Oh, dear. Origin turns nasty. No way. Stars erupt over brutal act. New South Wales blindsided. Yeah, right. Just showing me here, it's still 10 nil. Yeah. <laughs> See, you just got to report the facts. What well, I'm, I'm you you must facts. be looking at some kind of um, media that's just into that sens- sensationalism, you know? Oh, I wouldn't do that, mate. I'm not <laughs> sure. I bet you it was on News dot com, was it? <laughs> no, no, no. I'd, I'd, be, I'd better left something that that's what <laughs> it was. Yeah. No, they do mention the fact that uh, the the uh, the Blues have opened up. Oh, sorry, the Maroons, Maroons have started playing football and opened up a 10-0 lead in the blink of an eye. In the blink of an eye? In the blink of an eye. I'm looking at 28 minutes here into the game yeah. and it's saying 10-0, so I don't know, 28 yeah. minutes is a blink of the eye. But... Well, yeah, but anyway, apparently they've brought back the Biff. The have Biff they? is back. Yeah, it's, a, it's one of those clickbait things. The Biff is back. Oh, what, did someone go up and touch someone on the hand or something? Apparently. Yeah. That'd be the biff these days, wouldn't it? Channel 9's Andrew John said, I was expecting a bit more like game three where there was a bit of carnage in the first 10 minutes. Mm. But after a bomb, the players have come together and the Blues have tested the Maroon debutant, Reese Walsh. Right. Who the hell is Reese Walsh? I've got no idea. Who I think he's a player is. in the game, mate. He might well be. Mm. You need to get on top of some of these things. Eh? Andrew John's records it's just a bit of gamesmanship by Josh Adokar. Nice. But apparently the Biff is back, and the blue and the and the Blues feel as though they've been been given a rough deal. The New South Wales have been blindsided. Oh well, you get that on the on the on the big jobs, eh? Well, all I can say is good on them. I hope oh. they're enjoying it. I'm certain I'm watching a tackle here that some big guy pushed another guy's face into the ground and all that sort of stuff. Oh no. Mm. Yeah, whoops a daisy, eh? I played rugby union when I was a teenager, you know. Yeah, I won't hold that against you. It was a man's game. Was it? Yep. Rah rah. We used to used to used to sort of get down and they'd form a ruck there around you and you'd sort of try and feed the ball out the back and they'd have a scrum where you actually pushed each other. Mm-hmm. And uh didn't feed the ball into the second row and good stuff like that. <laughs> Don't start me. They've ruined the they've ruined the game. So uh, really have. Yeah. If you didn't come off the pitch with buddy sprig marks on your face and a blood nose, you hadn't had a go. Is that right? 
Yeah, that's what our that's what our coach used to say. I thought it was a concussion. Well, that too. Yeah, that's <laughs> what's my excuse. I may have got concussed once or twice. Apparently, now it takes ten. Once you've had ten, that's right. a that's a a, a game altering thing. You know, you, then you have yeah. to rethink your career. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I, I wonder about it sometimes. I mean. I'm sure Rose has had to put up with me. I know my brother-in-law Steve's had to put up with me talking about how they have ruined the game, and he just sort of says, "Oh God, get off the soapbox." Yeah. So you know I will, but as far as I'm concerned, NRL, you've ruined the game. Mm. Well, I think we might have to get Rose to go and get that soapbox out from under your desk in that Faraday cage. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go yeah, and pinch yeah. it when you're not there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. It's one of those yellow safety steps. Is it? Yeah. Has it got that grippy tape on it so you don't it fall does. off? So I don't slip, yeah. Oh, sometimes right. you, can, you can have a bit of tenuous, a bit of a tenuous grip <laughs> when you're on the soapbox. You're not there. Can you? Really watch people don't push you off it. That's the, that's the now there's been challenge. a back, there's been a backlash now over the origin, <laughs> over the origin entertainment. Right. right. Yeah. Social media has gone into meltdown after the State of Origin pre-games, pre-game entertainment has given the cold shoulder on TV. Oh, I mean, dearie me. So, so you go to a football match to watch the football, mm. you know? Right. Well, back in the day, you went to watch the cheerleaders and stuff as well, but that was that's that another was, issue. That, that was you. Yeah, well, why not? Yeah. Who wouldn't? I'm a red, I'm a red-blooded Aussie bloke who doesn't mind having a look at a, an attractive lady. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing, Nothing wrong all. with that. Nothing wrong with that. We're going to break to a bit of a songy. Oh, I'm only just getting started. I mate. know that's what I'm trying to say. Up here, too excited. <laughs> what are you going to play now? A bit You're of men- play- mental as anything. Mental as anything. Yeah. Well, that's got what? What song? Too many times. <laughs> Too, Too many, many times, times, Mike, we've heard you Too on your soapbox. Too many times. You won't have a go, will you? No. Righto. Mm. Here we go.
well, Mike. That what? was mental as anything. You were trying it to was. you were trying to butt in then. I didn't realise. I thought the song was still going. Well, what happens is when it turns down, that's right. when the song ends. Yeah, but you normally warn me and tell me to shut up. I know. I didn't, didn't that time because I've seen how much crap you can go on with. <laughs> anyway, that's I thought I'd better cut nice. you off because you might start swearing or something that no, no, is inappropriate. No. But that was mental as anything, eh? Too many, many times. times. Yeah. Actually, I had dinner with them guys one night at the Cootamunda RSL Club. Did you really? Yeah. Um, more kids, more older, more older generation of children. Um, right. Put a band together at some point with a few of their mates yeah. and they played yeah, as right. a support band for Mental as Anything. Wow. Good old Cootamundra. Yeah. Cootamundra. Going, going happen- back a few years, that one. All happening at Cooda. Oh, mate. She was a night. So. Yeah. yeah. Lots of good things happen at Cootamundra. Wow. That's where Simon's from with Next Journey. They make these wonderful trucky bags. Yeah, never heard of them. Yeah. Is that, that's Alzheimer's, is it? Must be. No, no. The, the uh, Next Journey bags, mate, I love them. I've got, uh, got one of my very, very own. Very mm. nice bag. Very nice bag. Simon made for me. Yeah. I still got the original one, which Simon spotted yeah. there in Brisbane the other day. I carry a bit of audio gear around in it. That's right, and uh, I think he wanted it back, didn't he, he for the museum? He spotted it at, at um, the Plough Inn, I believe it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you, you, you can. I've just got a text message from Blake. Do we, do we need a caller at this point of the night, do we? Depends who it is. I've found my Dave Hill. All right, Dave. He's, Dave? You call in Dave. Dave's got the yeah. number. Yeah, you got the number, Dave? Yeah. Why not? I'll just, I'll just make sure. I'll just I'll just text him the call in number just in case he tries to read my mobile phone. Well, that won't oh, come in, will it? No, o four nine one eight two five six double three. You've got it, Mike. Yeah. I know. Well. I've done it. I've done well. Yeah. See, now this is where Dave's calling me. Don't call me, Dave. No. Call in on the call in. Call in on the call in number, Dave. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's bad enough you having one phone and try to control you with that than two. Or... Yeah, well, you guys decided you were going to steal me phones when we were up in Brisbane. There was I working away, doing emails and talking to things, and you stole my damn phones off me. I wasn't happy. Yeah. But and, uh, you're like a kid that wouldn't put his phone down at the restaurant, well, you know, so we had to take your phone off you. I think we've got yeah. Dave here. We'll bring Dave in. You there, Dave? Yeah, how are you? How are you going, Greg? Good, mate. Yourself? We've still got Mike here, I think. Right. Yeah, Who's, Who's he? Who's he? <laughs> Who's he? I'm the bloke that just hung up on you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, um, I'm going to have to say that music sounds absolutely stereo quality. It is great. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm, um, I just went through O'Leary. Heading yep. towards Broken Hill, and the yep. quality of that 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 music is just, or well, the whole signal is just great. Oh, it's terrific! Yeah, it is. Yeah, the stereo not... quality is just superb. I'm using one of those old phonograph things. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm glad it's coming through pretty well. But it's nice to hear that, yeah. Dave. That we're doing something yeah. righty. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's um, it, apart from the little corners that. 
don't have any bone coverage at all. It, it sounds pretty good all the way from Adelaide out the back road right into Brisbane, you know? Yeah, right. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is awesome, yeah. Because yeah. it, it won't uh, help you if you're in Western Australia because once you go over the hill, <laughs> you've got no phone service for about an hour. No. It's uh, unbelievable. It's, I think from memory, there's 40 hours of no phone coverage from Brisbane to Perth. Yeah, so, that's right. You know, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. No, but, yeah, no, sounding good, eh? I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm actually quite enjoying listening to music. It's good, so yeah. whatever you're doing, Craig, keep it up. Oh, we have a good go. These blokes try to hold me back, Dave, but, you know. Yeah, don't listen to them. No. The other fella. Is that their bum from WA? Yeah. He's not even here tonight, mate. He's out trucking. Yeah. Oh, he's probably listening. Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd hope so, but, I'd, you know, he's out trucking, I know. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So where are you tonight, Dave? We just, just went drove through, through O'Leary. He just told you. Yeah, I wasn't listening. You're listening to the guests, mate. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm yeah, heading towards um, Coburn. Heading towards Coburn and out of the state yeah. and into the next state and in the state of, in the state of myself, you know. Right. Yeah. It's hard to get good help, Dave, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, 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 trying to, I'm trying to trying to educate him. He's very, very, very good with the tech stuff. But? Where's the but? So, there's the no but. He drives a Kenworth cab over. What are you talking about? That's yeah, right, well, you know, he's got, I know special his skills. His chiropractors made plenty of money out of him, I know that. So. <laughs> you you yeah. have to drive a Volvo, Craig. Volvo. V-O-L-V-O. I've driven a Volvo. I love my Volvo. Yeah. FH16. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, the FH16 is not that, not a bad truck, the FH16. I, I think the last Volvo I drove was a 540, though. Yeah, that oh, was no, the you last got, one. You yeah, but the big banger pulls harder than a schoolboy. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know what he's talking oh, about there. Neither do I. Yeah. We don't know what you're talking about, yeah. don't repeat it. Hey, thanks very much. Yeah. Anyway, oh. you're talking about you're talking about rugby, Michael. Now I was. Yeah. Rugby league. You're, 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 oh no, not that. Not that. Rugby union. Yeah, now, which is what I played know. as a, I played that yep. as a schoolboy. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yeah, yep. so uh that's good. So, yeah, um, but, you know, when, when they start to pull out you, when you get the railway tracks across your knuckles and it pulls your so finger out of the socket, that's when you start going, ow, ow, you know? Yeah, you do, you do. Yeah, yeah, because your, feet, your finger's sort of hanging there and you've got to, like when I played, we had a surgeon in our, um, well, Dr. Stewie, he, he, he put my finger back in, he put my shoulder back in. Um, yep. Yeah, so, you know, it's just... One of them things when you're playing rugby, you know. Yeah, but you boys, you boys played a pretty hard game. I, I know you, you Kiwi fellas. Uh, I played against some Kiwi fellas in Auckland uh, one time um, as a uh, as a younger man in my previous job, and yep. uh, in one of my previous jobs, and we nearly got killed. Like... <laughs> happens, happens. I, I, I can tell you a surprising thing that happened to me years and years ago. We got seconded into a team in the UK because they ran out of players. So I, I, I toddled along and were fairly fit. And yeah. um, next thing I heard, the hooker go, oh, and I said, yeah. what's the matter with you? And he goes, he's broken me ribs. And what happened yeah. is the guy, the prop on the other side, got under his ribcage 
and lifted yeah. his neck up and popped his rib cage, and I thought, that's yeah. senior rugby stuff. Yeah, that's no? that's wicked. That's wicked. Yeah, you'd have been a prop with you, Dave. Were you a prop, Dave, or what? Oh yeah, had a go at that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and, I um, was, yeah. Oh yeah, it, it was. It, I, I just couldn't get over how they knew about the tricks we used to play, you know. Yeah. Or, or we'd, 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 the hooker in the prop would bore in on the chin, the jaw of yeah. the of, a, of the of their hooker, or their yeah. prop, and pop pop their jaw out. Yeah, that's yeah. rough though. I got but smacked in the face. I got someone brought a fist up through the scrum and smacked me in the face once and spread me face yeah. across my face, made me nose yeah, yeah. across my face. It happens. Yeah. Especially yeah. yeah, when you're playing for sheep stations. That's yeah. right. We were too. It was, it was a serious yeah. thing. We took it very, very seriously. And like I said before, mate, if you didn't, you came off the pitch and you didn't have spring marks on your face and a bloody nose, you had to let it go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's become quite a, um, a toned down game these days because of you know, the potential for um, some fairly serious injuries, you know, even with well, rugby league. Yeah, I don't want to see guys getting injured, and I don't have a problem with the fact. I mean, let's face it, when yeah. I mean, rugby was all, Union was always a call to pigs game, and it's still a tough game where you can get easily hurt. Yeah. What worries me about it, though, Dave, is I like to watch the game. I don't want to hear all the other crap. I don't want to, I don't want to hear, you know, meatloaf murderous song. Well, you can't hear that anymore because it's no longer around the murder songs. But, you know, I don't want to hear some half-baked celebrity murdering songs at halftime. I want to watch the football. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of sick of the way that it's I'm sick of the way that it's gone. But that's just me. You know, yeah. and everyone's entitled to their opinion. I don't understand yeah. why they do it. Man? But, you know, it's just a it's just a um it's got quite tame compared to what I'm used to. And you know, one of the one of the um the quite vivid memories is when we used to play Maori Maori tribes against Maori tribes right. and um, oh geez it, it was that's when you really played for sheep stations and did the harker and, <laughs> and and you went up against each other and you you were playing you know you, there was no room for any backing off it was just all in for all young and old you know and yeah, yeah, yeah. bloody hell I don't I, I, I don't forget those games bloody hell you know? well you'd, you'd remember Dave remember when the French guys did the buddy they fronted up to the to the All Blacks when they did oh, the yeah. hucker on the pitch. You remember yeah. that? And, yeah, and yeah. The, French, the French guys were sanctioned for it. I thought, man, that's mm. cool. Do it, mm. you know? Put it like that's what them, it's about. Them, mm. Yeah, let them know mm. that you've got some some skin in the game. And that, I mean, the hucker's mm. a, a war dance, isn't it? Yeah, I it mean, it's a, a, it's, a challenge to, it's a challenge to the enemy. And mm. um, the fact that the French guys gave it back to them, I thought that was brilliant. And that was about when I turned off when they said, oh, the French guys can't do that, and they got into trouble. I mean, rack that's, off. That's, exa- that's exactly what happened on the other side. You know, you challenged them. and said, hey, yeah. you want to intimidate us, we'll intimidate you, and let's get it on. Yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and that's what it was, should have all been about. That's the way it should have been received, but I don't know. They went and did it the other way, and that was about when I sort of thought, oh, I've had enough of this rubbish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, but I was just going to change the subject. How exciting yeah. is this? Trucking life, eh? Oh, mate. Hey. <laughs> How exciting. Uh, yeah. What well, keeps you going some days, eh? Yeah, well, well, done, well done, well done, well done. All I can say yeah. to you, mate, is when Craig said we, were, we could do it, Yogi and I both mm-hmm. said words. We, it was a fairly emphatic yes, let's, 
yeah, yeah, um, yeah good. Yeah, you know, and you know, with guys like Carl that was on there before, we got to take a few yeah, photos, yeah. and we've got other people like um, Lindy Annett's take going to take some photos yeah. for us, and we've got a, a, several other photographers who are on board to take photographs as well. We're going to have some really cool photos. Yep. And and stories, mate. I've got a story about a young fellow that's, that's uh, bought his own truck and he's got trailers and it's a, such a cool looking truck. And he's built the thing himself. He's, uh, and it's just an amazing story. I can't wait to share that story. That's what oh, the truck and yeah, life's all about. But the key thing here, which, and, and it's about the radio as well, mm. it's the route, the route, you guys. Mm. We're, we're all on the same level. It's not the corporate... Yeah. yeah, not at all. Not at all. We've had had some criticism here, Dave, about you know what do you blokes know about publishing? It's simple, nothing. Bugger all. But do you know who knows? Know? You know who knows about publishing? Publishers. Yeah. You know, Publishers. You know who knows about trucks? Mm-hmm. We do. Truckies. <laughs> you know who knows about the issues on the road? We do. So. Mm-hmm. It's quite simple, well, isn't it? Thanks for giving the plug about the um, first responders thing the other day, Mike. But yeah, that was an interesting little event. That it was nice and furry and warm and fuzzy. But as mm-hmm. I said to them, that's not what happens when you come up to an incident. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I said, mate, it's just that's not what happens. We're yeah. usually on our own, or there might be another truck driver there. And yep. we've got to we've got to do something. Well, it's not the same, you know. Oh man, they were just uh, and that's the same. It's, it's like they were they were trying to give us an idea of what goes on, but yep. in true reality, it's like you guys. What do you know about publishing? Well, we know yeah. nothing, and who wants to, who needs to know? It's not our deal. But yeah. you know, it's the same. You guys know all about us, what we're yeah. doing out here. Well, you know. And, and that's what matters, and that's what I was trying to tell him is that, yeah, well, you know, you, you come across an accident or an incident where somebody needs some help, and it may not be an accident; it might be for whatever. Well, yeah, you yeah. know, you know, it's it's not all warm and fuzzy, you know. And you know, I don't well, think they. I don't, well, anyway. All I can say to you, mate, I've been first on the scene a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, one incident that comes to mind, uh, Rose and I, Rose and I were doing two up across Perth, and I was in the I was in the bunk, and we came across a Volvo lane on its side out in the middle of the Hay Plains, and um, you know Rose pulled up and she basically told me that this was this was outside, pulled me overalls on, and I think I pulled a pair of thongs on, which was a mistake, but you know. There's this guy couldn't get out of his truck, and I climbed in there with him, and and, and, and all this. And, and everyone, well, people that those that don't know, my background is nursing, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, emergency nursing, and operating theatre nursing at that. So I wasn't in a situation with the with the guy in the truck that I was uncomfortable about. What I was more uncomfortable about was realising I was in a situation with broken windscreen laying around all over the place and I'm wearing a pair of thongs. I should have had the common sense to put some boots on first because it wouldn't have made any difference to the situation. But, you know, the reality of it is is that the wrong it's the wrong time. When, when these things are happening, it's the wrong time to be thinking about what you're going to do. You need to have a plan and have a think about it in the cool, calm light of day. It's like 
having an emergency procedure in the door pocket of your truck. Yeah. You know, yep. you need yep. to think about these things and what you need to do and get the list and tick the things off. Keep yourself safe. That's the most important thing. You can't help anyone if you get hurt. Well, I think a good example of, of keep yourself safe is that bloody truck that blew up at South of Kanamoa. You know, yeah. Yeah, who, who, who was going to, who would have envisaged that an Amphoe truck would have exploded? Yeah. You know, and, 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 and look at the damage it caused. Bloody yeah. hell. Re wrecked the bridge, and I think it was like, Hundreds of metres around, wasn't it? Put a fair oh, hole in the Well, you go past it, it's got a memorial there now and all that, but you know those bastards that were at that, at that scene, you know? Mm -hmm. Bloody hell. Well, you know, and, and so that's, it's about, it's about keeping safe and analysing whether you're in a safe position and, you know, you're not, nobody's going to run up your backside because all of a sudden you're stopped in the dark and yeah. so on and so on and so on, you know? Well, you've got, to, you've got to do these things, David. This is why this uh, first responder course that the QDA have got going is, is such a good thing. So go and have a look at the QDA's website and there's all the details there about you know, when all this is on and you can go and have a look for yourself and learn something, maybe uh, get yourself a bit better informed, maybe save a life or you yeah. know, make a difference to what's going on the road. Well, you know, it's as simple as I stopped in the roadworks and... Next thing I had a Pajero ran 80 kilometres an hour into the back of the trailer. Yeah. You know? It yeah. happens. I didn't ask for it. You know, you, you know, didn't you see the truck stop lady? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what she was doing. Yeah. But, you know, she survived, but it's not the point, you know. It's, it's, yeah. It could have, could have been quite a lot more nasty, you know? Yeah. Anyway, Dave, what else are you doing? Where are you going, mate? What do you, you say well, where you were going? Yeah, just going back to prison. Yeah, just going back oh. to prison. Yeah. Going back to Brisbane, yeah. Vegas, and, and uh, yeah. that'll, that'll be it for you for the week, mate. Uh, no, unload, unload Friday night, reload Saturday morning, and then go and, put, go and sit on the backside. Right, eh? Yeah. Right, eh? Right, eh? Off ski again, you know, into the wild blue blue west. So yeah. where do you go and find yourself some time to sit in uh, in Brisbane? You're not a Brisbane guy, are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. right, eh? So you, you get to go home, yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, we, we just plot around and, you know, as it is, I think now that we've got a bit older, we've got most things all under control, you know, so you, yeah, yeah. you're, um, you know, you just sort of pass the time away and then shoot us back into it. Because, you know, look, most guys like us, you, you sort of haven't switched off. To switch off, you've got to have a lot of time off, you know, yeah. days, you know, then but you're already planning yourself to be back at 8 o'clock in the morning to Put the key in the ignition and away you go, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, though. I can go away for it, you know, go and have a week off, and yeah. then you get back behind the wheel and you feel like you're another week off sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And, and yeah. I haven't had a drive now since uh, since I injured my shoulder in January, mm. and mm. I'm, I am so looking forward to getting back behind the wheel again. You, would, you wouldn't read about it. Um, but I can tell you, after I've been back behind the wheel for a few days, I'll be, I wouldn't mind a week off. <laughs> but I love it, though, mate. I just love it. I can't wait to get yeah. back. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it is a good, it's a good industry. And I, you know, I, I'm pretty fortunate. I, I'm out here. And, you know, yeah. you go to bed in the dark and you look and you go, stand outside and do your thing like you normally do before you go to bed and you look at the sky and you go, oh, man, that's... Ain't that, ain't, ain't that the look. And then yep. you get up in the morning and you look like if you're up early, 
you watch the sun coming up and in, in, in the horizon and you might have a bit of cloud or a bit of fog and it's just yeah. you know some it's just special you know yeah. yeah 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 and one of the few jobs it's one of the few jobs where you get out if you get out and you're doing your job mm. people leave you alone mm. hey yeah you know, well you know i was the under I've got the under at the mobile and I get um, I've got the pork chops and veggies. Yeah. And, you know, no wonder no wonder old mate and everybody knows old mate. If you haven't had a run in with old mate, you're very lucky. But I've had, <laughs> I've, I've known him for a long time, you know, and he, he's not a bad bloke, you know, quite frankly. Um yeah. stuff that's written about him or spoken about him, yeah. you, you know you don't know the dude. But you get the guys going through Yunter. And stirring up the dust and the and the, and the noise and they're going through maybe on the speed limit. Yeah. No wonder, no wonder he comes out punching. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and the trouble with it is, like everything else I was saying before, these guys get to deal with the worst and the clean the mess yeah. up when it goes wrong. And they yeah. get, I mean, they have red flags or something like it's a red rag to a bull like we do, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you you can't blame them. He's been there for a while that way too, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, it's quite funny. When it flooded last year, I rang yeah. him up. I said, what's going on up there? And he said, don't you if and come up here. I'll, fr I'll throw something at you. Well, what's the matter? I'm trying to get home from O'Leary to Hunter, and it's flooding. I said, well, yeah. you be careful, Jeffrey. Well, I should have used his name, but you be careful. And I said, I'll see you when I see you. Can you come up here? And I said, all right, I'll see you. And that's the sort of rapport rep you get with him, because I knew it was flooding. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I didn't want to go down through Mildura and out through out through that to get get back up the up up um up to Brisbane over the road train. I yeah. wanted to just do my usual thing and come up through you know up through Broken Hill. It's it's foreign yeah. it's foreign um foreign to me, you know. Yeah. But yeah, he's, 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 he's the guy is is if you get to know him, you know a bad bloke, you know. But yeah. if you get on the wrong side, well then you deserve it, you know. Yeah. Well. There's there are some guys that do get the attitude test, don't they, Dave? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I've, uh, had, me, I've had me run-ins with him. I'm not, I'm not going to be a, um, um, you know, he's, he's made an example of me. I paid. Yeah. Yep. But then I probably deserved it, you know. Yeah. Well, I know I did. You, don't, you, did, you didn't get a ticket for nothing, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's right. It wasn't a, wasn't a small one either. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what, Dave? You've kept us entertainment, entertained because yeah. the show's gone 10 minutes overtime mm. now. You know that? Yeah. Uh, right, well, you want me to go then? No, well, I... You know, you, if, if I can make a complaint... If I can make a complaint... complaint go yep, ahead. Is, I, I just dread the time when you guys are going, right, we're all going, and all of a sudden it goes, blah. Yeah, you, you could entertain me all bloody night. You know, I'll, I'll laugh... Yeah. I laughed the other day, I laughed the week before, the week before that, and the week before that, and, you know, and I think, oh, shit, does it have to end? You know? Well, I was, in, I was in tears with Trev, the uh, one of the top three oh. in the world. Wasn't he funny? <laughs> I, I couldn't oh, talk. Mate. I got to the... I you got to watch his stuff, eh? He's, he's hilarious. Oh, oh. man. I, I was actually sitting here, I was, I was literally in tears. I couldn't yeah. help it. And yeah. I had to, I had to call on the boys to back me up because I just couldn't talk anymore. I was just, oh. I was just yeah. But that's, that's what makes this whole thing like it is, you know. Yeah. Well, as soon as we've gone over time, right? Yep. Dave. Yep. 
I want to, I, let's, let's, let's just have a look and see what's going on in the origin, just for the hell of it, because I'm going to do it now because... It's half time. It, it's half time. Nothing's going on. Nothing's going on. No. Oh, they'll be whinging about the half time entertainment yeah, now then. Ten, ten six. Ten a, six. So they've had a score then. They're having um, their prescribed break. You're right. So they're, <laughs> they're, doc- they're having their logbook fatigue break, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Right. So let's let's just have a bit of a, a bit of a scroll down here. NRL. This is in the sports section on uh, news.com. The uh, the club, uh, the the George Illawarra Dragons, are absolutely gutted. Um, their uh, Jason Riles was the coach that they wanted. Has basically told them that he doesn't want to doesn't want to coach them. They're last on the ladder, uh, and and not just by points differential. So. What do you reckon? What do you reckon, Dave? Are you, are you into it at all? Do you know what's going on in the New South Wales rugby league? What, what, what's the, what's on tonight? The origin, what's that? Well, it's origin tonight, but this is regular NRL we're talking about. So George Illawarra are looking for a new coach because they're down the bottom. They're in the, they're about to Ooh, win the. Dropping out. And, and yeah, your phone's in. starting to go a bit funny there, Dave. We might have lost him, I think, Mike. We've lost Dave. Well, I'll put it to you then. Put it to me. Yeah, the Dragons have sacked Anthony Griffin. Well, they've got the Dolphins now, haven't they? Yeah, who are the Dolphins? Well, they're a new team, so maybe St. George should just back out, you know. (laughs) Go home. Go home, St. George. Blondie's a St. George supporter, so she'll be up there. Shut up. Well, my my brother-in-law, Steve, is a uh, St. George fan, and I... I hope he's not listening because he'll be he'll be sitting there crying. Um, they've they've sacked Griffin and they wanted to get the, this Jason Riles from the Roosters and he said no, and they they're not happy. Yeah, right. Uh, what can I say? Ah, oh, well, you get that. We're going to push it out for another fifteen minutes and just take it to the half hour or what? Do you I want? Am? Well, you, just, you want you yeah. want to pull the pin on it? Did you pay for that or not? Oh no, no, I didn't pay for that. Well, you can't get stuff for free, mate. Why not? This is my valuable time, eh? Is it? Yeah. Right, you're you're getting paid just as much as I am to sit here. All right, eh? Let's keep going then. Right, eh? Just another fifteen minutes. Another fifteen. Oh, have you All got right. stuff on? Um, I do. News dot com. You want? I do, uh, and I and I didn't know. I didn't know that Dave was going to call in. Thanks for calling in, Dave. We appreciate it. Yeah. The, the the one thing I want to talk about, right? Yeah. Now this is there's no filth involved or anything like that. Right. This is just a just a national news story. It's a politics story, mm-hmm. but it is a it is a fair income story, and there's something that people can go to YouTube themselves and check out. Right. Right. So there so there's an accounting company called PwC. They're a consulting giant, and they and they uh, consult to all sorts of people. Federal Treasurer, the Muppet Jim Chalmers, mm. is upset at them, and he's hinted at repercussions for the giant PwC over a tax scandal that could be worse than expected. You know what the scandal is? No, I haven't read this. PwC have been helping big business minimise the tax they pay. That's Ooh, the scandal. Kerry Packer will love this one. 
Well, this is what I'm saying. You can look, you can go back to the early 90s and just Google Packer Shacks or something like that. And you can hear Kerry Packer just saying to the government, it's not a criminal offence to minimise your tax. In fact, it's your duty to do it. Yeah. And if you don't like, if you don't like the fact that I'm minimising my tax in the area, change the rules because you have the the tools to do it. You're the people that make the rules. I'm just playing by the rules. Apparently, PwC had access to some confidential government information, which al- which allowed them, right, to interpret the tax law in a specific way and save some people some money on tax. Yeah. And and now Jimmy Jimmy Chalmers is is upset about it. And uh, he, he basically said part of the changes, Katie Gallagher and the finance department have been talking about to make sure that we take character of past behaviour into consideration when we make new contracts. And you decide whether the Treasury will work with PwC again. Right. So if if PwC learn stuff from working with the Treasury and they then put people that were they were doing things for, they used that knowledge to help them out. Is that a criminal offence? And, and, and it seems to me that the Federal Police, the Treasury referred P, the PwC and the Australian Federal Police for a criminal investigation and this was launched into PwC uh, and it was, you know, an internal investigation which was re- uh, led by respected business leader Ziggy Witzkowski. Um, and uh, the fallout has been widespread. Uh, and PwC's uh, chief executive, Tom Seymour, has resigned, along with nine of the partners and everything. So maybe they would did something that was, wasn't quite ethical, but was it illegal? And, well, the, and, the, and the federal police are saying they found any evidence of illegal behaviour. Well, the first thing to do would probably... If people understand that PwC is Price Waterhouse Coopers. Right, eh? So most people may not understand that. that sorry, who they actually are. I but, didn't clarify that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. But I think it is an accountancy firm's obligation to their clients to save them on tax. It um, is if they're preparing their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> what? What might be a bit funny here is that the federal government is a Price Waterhouse client. <laughs> just, it's, it's just hilarious. So, isn't it? so what's 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 is sorry is Price Waterhouse doing the federal government's taxes? Yeah. Or what's going on there? If there are, if if Price Waterhouse are a consultant to Treasury, mm. I think there's probably a fairly big conflict there somewhere. You'd think, wouldn't you? I'd, yeah. But if there's a scandal to do with tax yeah. and things like that, well, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised that the federal government would have some involvement <laughs> in that somehow. <laughs> right. We can't have a repeat of this absolutely appalling episode where people are monetizing government secrets, when really? governments in good faith are trying to consult with corporate Australia. I mean, um, can I be so bold as to say that where so are just half... check our insurance policy here? Just check your just check our insurance policy. Yeah. But I'll be so bold as to say how many government ministers and former government uh, former MPs 
they found themselves with really nice jobs mm. as consultants and things. Some some have found themselves some really nice cells. Some have found themselves <laughs> some nice cells. But others have found themselves really nice jobs as a result of their time serving our country yeah. as politicians. And I don't, you know, I'm not going to name names. You can look at them up yourself. I mean, it's quite easy to see where some of these guys have worked. Several of them, ex-Labor guys in particular, have gone to work with Chinese companies as consultants. You, you've just got to wonder. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not going to say this is left or right, right? I'm right, not. You just said right, right? Okay, right. Right. But it, it happens It happens on both sides of the aisle, but I just find it wildly amusing that PricewaterhouseCooper is consulting to the government and then preparing tax returns for other people and then being taken to task for minimising their tax. Go and have a look at what Mr Packer had to say in the early <laughs> 90s about paying tax. And he said, you know, he pays as much tax as he's legally required to pay. He's never broken the law. If you don't like it, change the rules. Yeah, but I don't want to pay more tax because you guys don't spend it very wisely no. anyway. No. And I, I share Mr. Packer's opinion about that. <laughs> well, you know, you read into this story and there's just so much wrong with it. It's oh. not funny, you know. That's, um, that's, that's inviting the fox into the chicken house to tell you how to protect chickens, isn't it? <laughs> the government... The government charmers as rapable he is. Uh, well, oh, he'll be, be on Channel 9 tomorrow morning, so we'll see yeah. how rapable he is, eh? Yeah. The other thing about it is Friday is Mr McGowan's last day in Western Australia. He's decided that he's tired and he doesn't have enough in the tank to... Uh, and he's made the announcement, like, all of a sudden and he's resigned at the end of the week and there's no parliamentary sitting. Mm. I, I, I don't know what... I'm cynical about all this. Really? You know, you know? It's like when, you know, four or five New South Wales ministers <laughs> resigned at the drop of a hat. Yeah. And then three years later, there's a few scandals going on. There's a couple of them, as you said, with, with, with uh, not ocean juice from very small rooms. Look, I can but, understand standing down because you're yep. tired. Got, yep. no, got no issue with that. Yeah, but yeah. like most of these guys are machines. Yeah, like they're there I'm, because they don't get tired. I'm tired, mate. Can I have a buddy six-figure buddy salary and then, you know, yeah. we'll see how tired we'll see how tired he is in a month's time when he turns up in some consultancy job somewhere. Yeah, or like the chairman of Macquarie Bank or something. Oh, you know, uh, you know, former New South Wales. Uh, premiers who said, oh, I'm tired, I can't do this anymore, I've got family issues and all the mess, and then you don't find out he's working for a bank. Well, what, what can yeah. I say other than watch this space, I suppose, but yeah, well, New South Wales are on top, mate. Are they? 12-10. So oh, thank go. God for that. Thank God for Must... that. That'll shut, the, that'll shut the Queenslanders up. Yeah. Happened at the drop of a hat, too. Awesome. Drop of a hat. So... Oh, maybe, maybe the... Uh, Maybe the bloody uh, uh, referee cut him some slack. Who knows? Oh. That, that'll be the word. You watch. Maybe Price Waterhouse was involved. Maybe they, maybe they found a way to minimise Queensland yeah, golf scoring. Might have been a tax <laughs> issue. Didn't want to 
didn't want to be yeah. on top till after half time or something, you uh, know. You know yeah. how it all goes, eh? Uh, so. uh, anyway, hey, just to just yeah. to finish it up. Yeah. Remember, there was a guy who was blamed for this sickening attack on a a uh, referee. He sort of broke his jaw and soccer coach in Sydney. Was this at a, uh, at a kids' game or a? Uh, well, I was at a I was at a, a, a non-professional game. Mm-hmm. An amateur boxer accused of assaulting a referee at Sydney. He's had a bit of a win in court on Wednesday today. Who the referee? No, the guy that did the punching. No way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he appeared in court, and he's been released now on bail unopposed, but with strict conditions in New South Wales Supreme Court after police had originally opposed bail. There's video of this guy. Apparently the referee smacked him first. Right. So, I mean, I I don't know if we can comment about it. Oh, it's on it's on it's on a, it's been printed in the place. I'm not actually breaking any news, but on the back of new evidence, Justice Mark Irasi or whatever his name is granted a bail bail after a lawyer representing the director of public prosecutions told the court the extended footage of the lead up to the alleged assault somewhat changes the narrative of the short clip in the media. So there we go. We've got the media not telling the whole story. Oh my God! Really? I know. I'm blown away. So I'm, I'm just. A, I'm just getting just this straight. The media, yeah, didn't tell the full story. No, no. Right. They, we they did have a conversation about this off air there a little bit earlier, eh? About yeah. you yeah. asking me whether I wanted to present a story, and I yeah. said no because I don't no. know it's the truth. Then. We, that's right. We didn't know whether it was the truth or not. We decided not to talk about yeah. it because we didn't know for sure. But we're obviously not the normal media then. It was an awful good story. Mm. What, mine or the, or the soccer referee? No, your story was a really good story. Oh, it's I lovely. And I'd like to, I'd actually like to do a bit more research on it because it's. I think well, we should. Yeah. So. All I can say is I've, I've seen there's a picture on the, on the thing here of Mr. Adam Abdallah. The mm. guy's built like a brick shit house. Mm. I'm not sure I'd hit him. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I'm I'm not sure. I I I probably wouldn't hit this guy. Yeah. I mean, he, well, I think that's something yeah. we should all strive for, really, not to be hitting one well, another. Well, there's that too. Yeah. But yeah. I can tell you, bit now, of love there, Michael. Bit of love. Bit of love. Yeah. He, I'll tell you, this guy's fairly ripped. He's got abs and everything. Really, I've got abs yeah. too. They're just hidden under a layer of fat. <laughs> you and me both. Mm. You and me both. Well, oh, we're gonna oh, we're yeah. gonna have to call it a night, mate. The, Are we? Yeah, yeah. Mm, it's um, been a lot of fun. We'll be back on Saturday for the Saturday session. Yeah, Saturday night live. Yeah, Saturday session. Saturday, no, we can't call it Saturday night live because it was a show called Saturday Night Live, mate. We might get. Yeah, but it's a different a... Saturday. Well, it's not the same Saturday. Like they called that that years ago, didn't they? It was yeah. a different yeah. Saturday. Yeah, but I mean, they, they might come after us, those Americans. Those well, Americans they will, because they'd be bit. chasing the money from us celebrities here, eh? Yeah, that's right. So yeah, we better, we'll call it just, what, Saturday Live? No, it was the Saturday Session. Saturday Session. Oh, right, hey, that makes you know it, what else is interesting? Makes just it sound like I've got to have you. a beer when I do that. You do? Mm. Um, the, the Final Curtain Kiss concert oh. tickets are on sale now, so if anyone oh. wants to go and... Relive their youth. They can they can do that with a 
his thing, special guests and all. So they're coming to Australia? Apparently. Right. The last ever Australian show. And they're going to rock and roll all night? They probably will. Hmm. They'll probably put the X in sex, mate. I reckon they might. Yeah. Well, there you go. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Thanks listeners. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Thanks, Carl. Yep. Um, Good night, night, John boy. John boy. We'll be here uh, Saturday night. Saturday night. If you've got anything to say, please feel free to email us. Let us know what you think, Mike, at ontheroadradio.com.au or if you really want to talk about trucking stuff. Or Mike at ontheradio.com. Mike at On The Road Radio. Is it On The Road Radio or is it just On The Road Radio? Onthereadradio.com.au I've got two attached to the editor at Truck and Life. The big wheel, eh? Oh, yeah, I've, big got, wheel. I've, got, I've got fairly used to that. Yeah. Right, eh? Well, it's, it's so cool, though. It's so cool. I've always wanted to be. Oh, you'd have to be artist. pretty chuffed, eh? I am, mate. I'm absolutely... Hello, I'm Sarah Patterson. There's been a surprise jump in the...